Welcome back, Dungeoneers. It's Sunday afternoon, and that can only mean one thing. It is time to play Dungeons and the Dragons. You're watching Tyson Dungeons, and I am here at the table with... I am David Wong. I play Nines of Tabaxi Bard, who is deeply offended by your opening. <laughs> I'm Nicole Bates, who plays Soria, who is confused and scared. I'm Greg, playing also Ralph the Frog Fighter. And I'm Alexis Bates, your trusty dungeon mistress. And you bastard, you asked me to do. <laughs> Then you asked me to do the intro as nines, and then you go, "I'm deeply offended." Oh, I'm I'm not deeply offended. Nines is deeply offended. Oh, well, then, I guess I can't argue with you. Um, so short announcements this week. I I don't think we have anything major business. So then our only announcement this week is to thank our continuing sponsor geekified geekified of course is a tabletop gaming store out of vinton iowa that takes online and in-store orders for all of your tabletop role-playing game needs so if you are thinking about picking up a copy of von richten's guide to ravenloft in anticipation of spooky season uh head on over to their online store and pick up a copy and if you use our link, which is geekified.us forward slash discount forward slash dice and dungeons. That link is going to be posted in chat and, of course, in the YouTube description. It's going to get you 5% off your first order, and buying things through the link helps support the show, so it's a great way to entertain yourself, hang out with some friends, and pick up spooky things for spooky season, because we love spooky season around here. Yeah. We just put up all of our uh, spooky balloons. Yeah, our inflatables. Yeah, we have. So you celebrated for two whole months? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If Christmas gets from November through December, Halloween can have September and October. It's a fair point. So, uh, that's that's the one announcement. Um, thank, thank you, Geekified. Thank you, Geekified. Thank you. Uh, go pick up spooky things for spooky reasons, for spooky season. You spooky people. Spooky. You spooky. just want to say spooky. Yeah. It's a fun word to say. It has this... There was a song with lyrics it... just about like that. Spooky, scary skeletons. That one? <laughs> no. Oh. I prefer spoopy. Spoopy? Yeah, spoopy. It's like Snoopy, but scarier. <laughs> it's got the P and the K sound, and they're both very, like, amusing sounds to say. Uh-huh. So spooky. It's just nice. Uh, that was our rambling plug for Geekified. And Halloween. <laughs> and, and Halloween. And Halloween. Um, anyway. Wait, is Halloween paying us? Yep. Yes. The entity yes. of Halloween as a concept mm -hmm. is now supporting the show. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, that's it for the sponsors. Weird intro this week. So we're just going to go with it. Uh, on that note, Dungeoneers, let's roll.
last week on Dyson Dungeons. The party had restored the water pump for the city of Stillborough, saving it from being consumed by the sea and reopening its gates and ports, allowing them to leave. Um, and so they did. They set sail aboard the Stinky Badger. And after a very long day's work and a hard day's night, I don't know it sounded right and there are beetles on this badger oh probably it's a, bit, it's a fairly sizable ship you know there's probably beetles on there um yeah they fell asleep and i know are now waking up after a very locus. very long rest and in case you guys are wondering, yes, that does count as a long rest. I think you asked that before we closed out the last episode. I think so, but I'm going to take one just to be safe. So yeah, you're now at sea. You are sailing. I don't think any of the three of you have ever been on a ship at sea. Wait, we're on Lake Sturmcrum. We yes, did. We're on a boat in a lake. Mm-hmm. It's almost the same thing. Except. Does not think it's almost the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's your character. I mean, I I have been on boats at uh, on a lake. I have been on boats in a sea. I do not think they are even remotely the same thing. Are the seas calm? Did it rock us gently to sleep? Did we? The waters around the western shore of Glindring are rarely calm they're not particularly rough waters but they are known to be choppy so you weren't exactly rocked to sleep last night you could say it was more the occasional crashing <laughs> there <laughs> yep there you go <laughs> and so you <laughs> hey if you want to be seasick that's up to you I don't want to be seasick it's your character well I want breakfast I've been up for about five minutes and it's that's breakfast time <laughs> what time Captain where's international or continental breakfast <laughs> did it close already well you're on a ship mm -hmm. and you're on your bunks because you don't exactly have a cabin here you have top bunk check my money you have <laughs> you know cots that sway got these sort of hammock like things that you sway in does make the journey quite a bit more comfortable when the seas are rough because you're not being bounced around and then hitting the hard surface of a bed um but you didn't find this sleep maybe as restful as you would have otherwise, not having been used to a moving bed. And it's also like an interior space, so you have no sense of daytime at the moment. Alright. Do you want me to put some food together first, and then we'll go up on deck? Is that what you're asking? Oh, they said this the food was included in trip! Oh, okay. Yeah. Transportation and meals, eh? Well, we should go find the captain and see what sort of horrible jerky he offers us. <laughs> to the captain's quarters. Except he's not the captain. This is a rented ship, right? 
Or we booked passage on it? He, he booked... He basically rented the ship. Mm-hmm. Chartered. Yeah. Now, Did he when you say... Did he charter it with a crew, or, or is he crewing it himself? Well, you guys have been asleep. You did see a crew mm-hmm. when you first boarded. Um, you don't quite know what's going on. There are a few other people around you that are asleep. Um, I will go up on deck. All right. You, is there an interesting-looking person at, that's currently asleep? <laughs> it looks like it's just... A, I mean, there's a mishmash of other people and all just snoozing in their little swaying hammock bunks. Anything else, or you going up on deck? Okay. Yeah, let's go up deck. We want... Yeah. We have to find the oh. captain. Up we go. So you head up to the top deck, and... You quickly discover that it's now a little after sunset. It's twilight. So I slept through the day. Oh, yes. Okay. You slept through the day. All right. Back to bed. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> after, after we... <laughs> I just turn around and start going towards back to my hammock. <laughs> All right. Can, we see the, can I see the captain anywhere? In a quick glance, you don't see the captain anywhere, no. Is there somebody behind the, you know, look like they're running the ship somehow? Well, you see, you know, crew, crew members moving about. Mm-hmm. Um, you see someone at the helm. And... I don't know where the helm is. All right. A big wheel? Yeah. I see somebody at a big wheel. Yeah. Okay. You, you who are behind the big wheel. Are they using that to press grapes? So they keep on turning. There's um, there's a gnome behind the wheel, mm-hmm. up on kind of a stepping so stool. So this wheel is a lot bigger than the, than the person steering it. Currently, yes. It. the The wheel is uh, it's, that implies yeah, it's diameter, including all of the handles on it. It's a little more than four feet. Mm-hmm. So yes, you who are behind the big wheel. Yeah. Have you seen Captain How About That anywhere? The captain. What? The, the, the captain's in her quarters. No, not... Wait, her? Yeah. The captain of the ship is in the her quarters. She's having dinner. We're looking for the captain, not the captain of the ship. We are looking for the person who hired this ship. Oh. You, you're talking about Bob? <laughs> Bob? Obviously, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A really annoying fella. Oh, yeah, Bob. Yeah, Bob. Mm-hmm. They, he's down with the captain. In her quarters. Yeah, that's it, what I said. Uh-huh. She's dining in her quarters. Bob is also there. They're having uh, dinner together. They are eating. So there is food aboard So we should vessel. go join them then. If that is where the food is, we should probably well, go there. Which way to the captain's quarters? It's just below me. Through the fancy looking doors. The stool. Not, <laughs> head back down the stairs you came up with to get up here. And then there's set of nice looking doors between the two stairways. Okay. That's where the captain's quarters and all the map room and everything is. Nine's lead the way. There's food. There's food! Yes. All right. 
We go down the stairs and I just knock on the door. Oh, I That was very polite. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a knock. <laughs> a familiar face comes to the door. Ah, you're awake now. Yeah. Plus, we came for food. Well, please join us. I had uh, three places set out for you. Ah. Wondering if you'd wake in time, and you have. So please come join us. I shall introduce you to the captain. This is much Thanks, better Bob. timing. Okay. This was much better timing than for the continental breakfast. Uh, you are welcome. And he leads you inside, past several other small doors, and into a large room that has a table set up. Looks to be a little impromptu. Perhaps the room isn't used to hosting a group of this size. Hmm. And there's um, his two shipmates that you are familiar with. They are there with uh, another person, the woman you have not met, and then a very stern and slight looking man. Older, and he is... Um, He got these sort of harsh appearances to his cheeks. They're they're a bit sallow. Uh -huh. So, it's Grand Moff Tarkin. He he actually looks a little bit like Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh, hi, bit, a bit more hair. Hi dear, hi dear Kyber crystals. Uh, if I may introduce my three traveling companions. Uh, nines? Is that what you're going by? Yes! Nines. How did I forget that? The Tabaxi, yeah, Ulseth Ralph, the Furbog, and. Ishmaela. Ishmaela, the dwarf. I believe that you are part of some noble lineage, if. Distant. Yes. And this is your captain, Captain Harriet. Harriet. Is she a better captain than you? Oh. Well, since uh, I've rarely sailed the waters myself, I should say that she is a far better captain than I am. I've never captained a ship, of course. Uh, right. <laughs> so, Harriet. Yes? I was expecting more badgers on this ship. Oh. Or at least one. Well. Come here, Stefan. Come here. <laughs> and a little badger comes running over and hops up on her lap and kind of sits front paws on the table, back paws on her legs. Wow, it is a badger. Oh. Mm -hmm. uh, and who are you, stern-looking menacing man? I'm her first in command. Her right hand. I take care of all matters on the ship, beside from navigation. And what's your what's name? her left hand? The second mate is down below, sleeping, preparing for his shift. And, and what's your name? My name is Gendale. Gendale. Aye. Just writing it down in my book. 
I appreciate people that take notes. <laughs> yep. I tend not to have to tell them twice. You just have to wait for me to shuffle through them. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> you always have to tell me twice. So what are I we- I don't think I'm going to like you very much. <laughs> you love me, I'm great. So what are we eating? Well, I arranged for this evening's meal. Since it's our first night out from port, I picked up some fresh meat that we could cook up. None of that preserved stuff, nothing cured, but a nice fresh cut of beef. Mm. So please dive right in. And you look down the table and there's a very large roast. Hmm. Nines, will you share? Why would I share? Ah, I thought so. <laughs> then what is there for the rest of us? <laughs> I believe the three of you will have to work out some sort of compromise. I will have some roast. Mm -hmm. And I assume there's other vegetables with them. Yeah, there's a whole medley of vegetables, potatoes, carrots, um, mm -hmm. leeks. Asparagus? Asparagus, sure. Yeah. Beans. Is it really green, safe green to have leeks on a ship? Green beans, <laughs> yeah, uh, really. some white beans, yellow beans. This tastes a lot like um, marshocks. Well, I believe they interbreed in these regions. The cattle and the marshoxes. Hmm. I was assured that it was yeah, beef, but merchants aren't always entirely honest. Sometimes they cater to the perceived tastes of the purchaser. Mm hmm So, how do you find your first hours among, uh, the sea? Thrown up twice. Getting ready to throw up again right now. <laughs> Perhaps you should reconsider the meal. <laughs> I'm all right, though. Are the two of you finding the sea agreeable as well? Um, we have not spoken to the sea, so I do not know if it is agreeable. <laughs> yeah, are you going to um, introduce us? Well, here, come over to the porthole. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Cracks open a little porthole window. Sea? People. People? Sea. Yeah, yes, I see interest. it. What did you say? Yes, I see it. There. Now you know each other. Uh -huh. Like old friends. Uh, so, Bob, how long have we known each other? Oh, weeks and weeks now. We've been traveling companions for quite some time. Oh, good. And um, what's the rest of our backstory? You need to get to Krebstadt. Because you just can't go another minute without tasting some of that delicious dire crab. Oh. So this is a food tour. Absolutely. So the rest of the meals are going to be pretty good, too. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't spent much time on the ocean, of course. And this meal is a bit of an exception. Oh, OK. Well, I'll just have to cook after this one. But we'll have plenty of uh, citrus. What kind of citrus? Oranges, lemons, limes, um, quince. I don't know if we have any of that. I don't know what a quince is. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Fair enough. I'll ask the chef. Um, where do they get where do they get citrus from? Well, a lot of it comes, of course, from Silcine, and some from the Banded Isles. A great deal of it actually coming from the western shores of the Navidian Empire. Oh, okay. There are what kind of activities do you have on this ship? What did you say? What kind of activities do you have on this ship? Work. Oh no. <laughs> Mostly that, actually. It's not um, like cards. People play a lot of cards. Yeah, yes. Like bocce ball. No. <laughs> this is a working vessel. There's not much in the way of leisure activities. Mm. I don't like the screws. I thought that passage was paid. That that we did not have to work for our passage. Oh, I didn't say that you did. Yeah, your friend simply asked what activities there were on the ship. And I answered. So, I hope you can entertain yourselves by staring out at the water. Well, the sea just seemed to be agreeable. So, <laughs> perhaps that would be all right. Mayhaps you have uh, some reading material. Maybe. Do you have yeah. any fishing rods? I'm sure we can conjure up a couple. Ah, you can conjure. I did not know that you wow. were magical. Uh, not in the arcane sense. Mm. Uh, more in the I'll see if the ship has some. I know. One about. thing I want to do while we're on the ocean is spot for sea life. Because if I see them, I'll be able to turn into them eventually. Ah. Well, perhaps then if we were to catch fish or like Well, under that definition, monster. isn't most life sea life? What? I said, I quit this ship. <laughs> Under that definition, isn't most life sea life then? What do you mean? Very good. <laughs> <laughs> you who are Captain Harriet. Yeah? Stefan does not seem to be very smelly at all. Why are you calling it the stinky badger? Oh, Stefan is not the stinky badger. Oh. Stefan is the son of the stinky badger. Oh. Ah, so Stefan's father was stinky. Was Lucas name, was a real it? smelly son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I gave him plenty of baths. It's mostly digestive issues we're talking about. Oh, farts. Uh -huh. what, was, what was Stefan's father's stinky name? Lucas. Lucas the Harding Badger. Yeah, Lucas. Well, we didn't call him the Farting Badger, but I guess he was the Farting Badger. Well, wait. I just realized. Okay. You can add Badger to your list. I already have it, actually. Oh, you do. Okay. But I could turn into a Badger right now. <laughs> and, and you're not? Probably get into a fight. Why? It's Badger. A bit territorial. Do <laughs> we enjoy our meal? Yeah. Why are you asking me? How good is the meal? Yeah, how, we don't know how good it is. Oh, yeah, well. So the, that's an arbitrary thing. It's not subjective as to. On a scale of 20, you'd say it's about a 14. Mm -hmm. How many Michelin stars? <laughs> I'd say it's probably around a negative one. Oh, no. <laughs> 
Do they give negative stars? No. Wait, which isn't uh, which isn't that bad considering that to get one, you have to be really good. To get zero, you don't have to be remarkable at all. Everyone can get zero. To get negative one, you gotta try. <laughs> I, I'm cooking. The decor leaves something to be desired. The food quality is pretty good, though. Yeah, 14. Yeah, like I said, 14 out your, of 20. Your, your chef won't be offended if I cook our own meals, right? No. Uh... Bob over there told us that you would be providing a lot of your own cooking. Yeah, we have very, we have we have dietary requirements. Perhaps you could borrow raw materials and ingredients from the probably kitchen. if they're any good. You're not vampires, are you? What's a not vampire? in this campaign? I just hear a lot of people who are vampires. They always talk about like some weird dietary restriction. Well, what's a vampire? Oh, it's an immortal undead creature that can feed off of only blood. No. I do not believe we are that, no. Is there any way to check And if you're not sure, though? Um, yeah, setting him on fire is a pretty good way. Nine I'm saying that, fine. can I grab, like, a straw and, like, try to suck up some of the juice from that beef? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sure. <laughs> We'll invent the idea of a straw, and then you can have one. <laughs> what an interesting invention, Snyan. You should patent it. What's a patent? I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, something that you can sue someone over, as far as I know. What's a sue? It's a woman's name. Ah. I thought I was a dinosaur. <laughs> that too. I am now being confused. <laughs> this turned into a very long and progressively more right. stupid joke. Well, we've had food. So we had interesting conversation. Let's turn in for the night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you wake up, eat, make some dumb jokes. We have to reset. Go back to sleep. We have to reset our clocks. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said Tabaxi, I need yes. at least 20 hours of sleep every day. Yeah. Otherwise, I start getting exhaustion points. <laughs> <laughs> you are Captain Harriet. Yeah. About how many days will we be on this vessel? The stinky oh, badger. that's okay. No, it depends a bit on the wind, of course. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd say, you know, on average, we get there in uh, about 10 days. Pretty average for us. Why does it depend on the wind? No, we use the wind to move the ship. Oh. Ow. Have you tried blowing on it? Well, uh, I guess now is as good a time to learn as any, since inevitably everyone you travel with who's never been on the sea wants to know. So come on. She, oh, is there a tour? She gets up. This doesn't cost extra, right? No, I'll do this one pro bono. What? For free. Oh, oh. yeah, okay. <laughs> I was wondering who Bono was. I think he's in YouTube. Hmm. I love YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. Anyway, can we have our tour now? Yeah, yeah. explain every part of the ship in detail to us and how <laughs> ships work, please. You don't pay me well enough for that. But, but do not take very long because we must turn in. 
but I will show you the basics of the, how ship sailing works. So you see these large poles we have coming up out of the deck? Mm -hmm. Those are called masts. And you see those smaller pieces of timber that run perpendicular to them? Mm -hmm. Well, those carry the sails. And the sails are those big sheets of cloth that hang down. They are used to catch the wind, and they then in turn pull the ship along. What? Oh. I do not understand how they catch the wind. You need I, I can get it, but it does not stay. <laughs> well, that's the problem with hands, isn't it? Is mm. that the problem with hands? Yeah, they can't catch the wind. the problem of hands. Only sheets can catch the wind. Mm. Sometimes large saucers, but mostly sheets. How many sheets to the wind are there? Well, right now, since the wind is fairly strong, and we don't want to go careening too quickly down the coastline, we've got half sail, which means half of our sails are extended. Can you, like, fall off the planet if you go too far into the ocean? So if all of the sails no. are down, if all of the sails <laughs> are down, are you nine sheets to the wind? Well, no. We <laughs> Is there anything more to this sailing than sheets to the wind? It seems pretty simple so far. It is fairly simple. That large wheel up behind us, well, that's where we steer the ship from. It has a very large piece of wood on the underside of the ship that helps steer it. And that's the basic sailing. Why so much rope? Well, you have to make a lot of adjustments. And to make those adjustments, you need rope. I understand well, about needing your rope. rope. Yeah, you must feel right at home here also. With all of this rope, yes. Perhaps they will have some extra that I could take with us. Yes, like a souvenir. Mm-hmm. Do you have any souvenir rope? No. <laughs> Why would we have souvenir rope? Mm -hmm. Like in the gift shop? Gift shop. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Consider it. Getting a gift shop. You can auction off bad art and sell jewelry for way too much. Who would shop at this gift shop? Your passengers. Yeah, we don't get many of those. Well, that's because you need more recreational activities, like maybe a pool. We're actually a merchant ship. We're hauling goods. Oh, what are you I hauling? Good. Well, we mostly run um, herbal medicines and supplies. Oh, you might be very interested in herbal medicines. What kind of herbal medicines? Oregano? No, no. <laughs> mostly components for healing potions and other salves and creams. We bring it into Krebstadt. They have a lot of use for it there. And then some of it gets its way back into the mainland. All right. Do you sell it? Ship any illegal things? Yeah. No, why? I mean... Why would, why would we ship illegal things? Nothing. Who's asking? No, not <laughs> no one. No one, and I just <laughs> casually pull out my royal guard signet. 
<laughs> that they gave us and just be like, this isn't an inspection. It better not be. It's not. I just have this. Bob. What? <laughs> I didn't do anything. Ah, when did you get here? I've been here the whole time. Well, one thing I can say is at least the tour was not very long. Yeah, that was my favorite part. Yes. So, shall we now <laughs> turn in? Stop! Yeah, all right. Shall we go? That's cute. Let's go to bed. Before that, I do a, a fervent tech yeah, I'll practice learning lock. thing. I'm going to practice lock picking on your ship now, okay? I don't want to know about it. Um, 80, 89. Can I have uh roll a second time? Hmm? Roll a second time. Two rolls. Is that because the ship is going? No. It might be. Might maybe 57. Okay. Um, can I ask was it Isabella for help? Yes. And uh, also roll twice. 57 and 74. 257s out of these four rolls. How odd. Nine, Are they going to stop me from playing my instrument? What'd you say? Are they going to stop me from playing my instrument? Well, you can find out. I'm going to try. Okay. What instrument are you playing? Oh, the Ziffer still. And I got a 21, so it sounds very bad. <laughs> What's the second roll? Sixty-two. Okay. After that, you all head to bed. I take it. Yeah. Yes. You all know, right. nines, nines in Ishmaela. Yeah. If what we do on this voyage is get up, eat, and fall back asleep, it will go very quickly. It sounds like a great, great plan too. I like mm -hmm. it. But then we can't talk to colorful characters and learn tragic backstory. And I want to look for sea life. Well, which perhaps... is apparently everything. I mm -hmm. still don't get it. Perhaps each day, then we could add two activities. One, to speak to one interesting character on this ship. We'll start with and the one two, with the most scars and work our way down. Yes, and to uh, attempt to catch sea life on the I don't want to, we a, don't have to catch it. I just want to see it. Well, we will attempt to see sea life. Yes, you can't eat oh, it unless you catch job? it on rope, though. So, yes, eat talk to colorful character, see sea life. Practice our stuff. Practice our stuff. That fills the day very well. Maybe we can catch Stole Grimmy's estranged uh, father. Yeah. Maybe he's in the sea. Stinky, stinky Sturm Grimmy. <laughs> well, we have a plan for the rest of the voyage then. Good yeah. night. <laughs> you think you're coming with quite a mythos around Sturm Grimmy. <laughs> Sturm Grimmy now has an estranged father. Yeah. They have an uh, intense relationship. <laughs> they only see each other on holidays. <laughs> All right. That's why. That's why I moved out to the lake. So you bed down for the evening, and I need Soria. Roll the D one hundred, please. 
48. All right. The evening passes quietly, and you sleep a little bit roughly. It, you find it hard to sleep through both the waving and the fact that you had slept for quite a long time and trying to go to bed again relatively shortly afterward. Even me? No, not you. <laughs> no, you don't have any problems with that. <laughs> and you wake the next morning. <laughs> See, now we're regulated. This is good. We have adopted to the new time zones. I'm going to start making us some breakfast. Going to make some oatmeal, some honey. And I'm going to use some of that flour that we bought and look around. Do they have eggs and butter on the ship here? They do, yeah. I'm going to make some pancakes mm -hmm. with honey. <laughs> Or jams, if you want. We have those jams. Honey will be fine. All right. So I'm going to make us some pancakes and some oatmeal. All right. You do that and prepare yourself a very nice breakfast. That was indeed a very good breakfast. a very interesting character to have breakfast with us. Yeah. Well, I had to go get the eggs, so I assume we met the cook, right? Does the cook have many scars? You want to have breakfast with us, cook? Name Shorty. Are you a short order cook? No. Oh. I'm just short. How how, how short? How short is he? Um, he's a dwarf. He's about three foot one. So you're kind of short. Yeah. Not that short though. He's not super short. He's a little on the short side for a dwarf. Do, do, Shorty, do you want to have breakfast with us? Mm. What are you making? Pan pancakes and oatmeal. With honey. With honey and jams. I like how we all came into the kitchen for this. Yeah, so I also <laughs> have to help me carry stuff and you got bored. <laughs> Throw in a beer and I'll be there. I don't have beer. I do got mead. Mead? Does mead work? It'll do in a pinch. Alright, you have to pinch him when you give it to him. <laughs> Not necessarily there. Anywhere would do. Ow. <laughs> was there a delay? <laughs> well, I was trying to factor in the AT&T connection to this. I thought you were factoring in that, like, all of his arms are burnt from cooking on the ocean and he just doesn't really have nerves anymore. Oh, sure. That too. Why not? Yeah. So you who are shorty. Yay. Could you tell us your tragic backstory? <laughs> I believe that is how it is called when you tell us how you have lived. Yeah. And seeing as you ended up here, it must be pretty tragic. Mm. Never really thought of it much as tragic. Uh, born Krebstadt, raised there, tried to be a roper, wasn't that good. Lost uh, most of the fingers on this hand, and he holds up just like one, <laughs> one pinky on his hand. What? What's a roper? Oh, never been to Krebstadt, have you? Nope. Krebstadt is. A lot of 
dire crab around it. Yeah. And Don't the they taste good? Are the folks that catch them? Because they taste good. They do taste good. Do you have any dire crab on the ship? No, no. We don't carry the dire crab. Not on the ship. Can't keep. Need to keep it cold. Why are they called ropers? Well, when you haul up one of them dire crabs, they're the ones that tie snippers together. How big is the snipper? Bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Well, and he's short. So, is that how you lost your fingers? No, that was a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking on a ship is mighty hazardous. Uh-huh. Right. Have you ever seen diet crab with knife? No, I haven't seen that. Have seen a dire crab best snap a man in half. Well, he was trying to tie its pincers together. That why you became a cook? Nope. I was just right and terrible at roping. Oh, not as bad as that guy though, right? No, he was pretty good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were just luckier. Uh I did it for less time. I think. If you're really good at something and do it for a long time, there's a mighty high chance you're gonna screw up. If you're really bad at something, you only do it for a short time, there's still a mighty high chance you're gonna screw up, but you got fewer opportunities to do it. That's what my mother told me, so I left. (laughs) She told you all that? Oh, you know, Mm -hmm. not so many words. So she basically said that you were a screw up. No, she just said I was uh, mighty terrible at roping. What is the mother of the scrub and she just abandoned you? No, she kicked me off the ship. She was the captain. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's Kripstadt like? Dark, rainy, and smells like crab all the time. I love it. Dark, rainy, and smells like crab. We build most of the buildings out of parts of the crabs. We grind them up. What that smell? Yeah, that's what I just said. It smells like crab. <laughs> you grind them up? Yeah, thick chitinous shells. You mix that uh, with a bit of paste. Makes a really tough concrete. Slather that on the outside of the walls and you have near impenetrable structures. Hold up to all sorts of things. Retain the heat well, too. And stop the rain? Of course it stops the rain. Made of crab shell. Now we know who will stop the rain. Can you make armor out of uh, out of crab? Yes. In fact, some of the well, the best ropers out there like to keep little trophies of crab. Hmm. Are there any like famous crabs? Like, like back home, there was like a famous mammoth that we would spot sometimes, and it had a name. Uh, I see what you're getting at. Hey, there's some famous crabs in the waters. None more ominous than old Betsy. Old Betsy? <coughs> no, just Betsy. Oh. Just Betsy. Betsy. Betsy, not just Betsy. 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 What makes Betsy so famous? 
She's a killer. Did she cut the guy in half? Oh, not the one that I met. But I've watched her cleave whole ships in two. Your mother's ship? Not my mother's, no. What's your mother's name? My mother's name is Rosemary. Rose. What's your mother's ship's name? Well, she called it the Betsy. <laughs> she wanted to evoke the famous crab. So your mom had famous crab? No, she just named it after it. So, uh, great. This was most entertaining yeah. and interesting. And now we you. know a lot more about where we're going. Mm-hmm. I do we know. have one important question. All right, go ahead. Do they have crab tabaxi? Uh, tastaxis? Well, I've never seen any crab tastaxis. That's a good idea, though. <coughs> Nines. I guess you would call them crustaxis. <laughs> Okay, maybe it's not as good as I think. <laughs> Nines, do you do you wish to ask Shorty what what he thinks happened to Fervin? <laughs> well, so what do you think happened to Fervin? Hmm. You know, I haven't considered that too much, but I figure anyone who plays with all that sorts of power, well, they inevitably gonna face the consequences. Like of that, that Roper. Power. Exactly. Wow, it all comes full circle. You do something that you're real good at for a long time, and eventually it's going to blow up in your face. Or just like it did to Fervin. Or cut you in half. That, too, hmm. could be both. World's got all sorts of awesomely horrible ways to die. That's good to know. <laughs> um, you've been on the sea for a long time. Yep. 43 years. I'm only 42. What if if I was looking for C- Wait. Wait. <laughs> the math adds Your mom, up. I'm like captained with you. <clears throat> oh yeah. I was conceived on the sea. We do not need to know more. Well, let me tell you a bit about my pappy. <laughs> <laughs> was he the roper that got cut in half? That would be no. tragic. No, he wasn't. Oh. He was a roper. That's why I tried to go into the business, uh, following my pappy's footsteps. Didn't work out for me, of course. But my pappy was a famous, famous roper. His name was Jennifer. How progressive. Is that with two ends or one? Just the one. Huh. Did the crab take the other one? Two Fs are one. Three, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. Jennifer. Um, if I'm, Jennifer. If I were, say, like a magical druid who could turn into animals that I've seen, what sort of animals should I keep an eye out for so that I could turn into them in the future? Well, of course, the dire crab. Figure you figured that one out on your own already. Yeah, but I would also imagine that turning into any any number of different sharks would be mighty nice to be. What's the best way to see one? The best way to see one? 
Well, get one of them breathing potions and then inside of a thick steel cage. Do we have a thick steel cage? Not here, but you can get an experience like that if you pay enough money in uh, Krebstadt. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty fun. Well, Has anyone died in such a tourist trap? Yeah, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. Mm. So, we have accomplished two of the four things that we wish to accomplish each day. We have eaten, yep. we have spoken to an interesting character. Mm -hmm. Now we must see sea life. Yeah, I'm gonna go and look outside. Do you have fishing rod? <clears throat> Why don't you go bug Bob about it? I don't think he likes me. Yeah, so you have nothing to lose. Oh, that's true. Bob! Just go around oh. the ship yelling. <laughs> <laughs> After a little while of wandering around the ship aimlessly yelling. Yes, what is it? Don't you secure me a fishing rod? Um, no, I'm sorry, I'd forgotten. I should go. Don't you forget, it's the only task you had. <laughs> Technically, I don't have any tasks. Ah. Well, that was the only favor you had. Well, that is true. So I shall go about and secure you a fishing rod. If Excellent. You... I'll stand over there. If you want. All right. Yes. I have a quarter staff that we got from a old <coughs> guy who might have been a god. So it's probably pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of rope. I do. Does anyone have a grappling hook? I don't we could know. make ourselves a fishing rod. No, but I bet there is one on the I ship. feel like one of us ended up with Dromar's grappling hook. Is that not correct? Hmm. Probably also because he's the strongest. Yes, I do. All I right. had forgotten all about it. I mean, <laughs> I do have a grappling hook, so we could we could do that. We could let's let's make could like conjure a, up. Let's conjure a fishing rod. And let's conjure up a really cool fishing rod that's definitely going to work. So you're basically going giant fishing rod. We're doing like one of those like, you know, fishing rods that, you know, you see in like the Mark Twain books and stuff. And but on a large scale. Yeah, like a really massive fishing rod. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll take that leftover roast. All perhaps, right. Perhaps they have something somewhat older. I have I have smoked fish. <coughs> that would work. I'll put some smoked fish on the grappling hook. I tie secure knots to the grappling right. hook and to the pole. Yeah. To the staff. Yeah, the best with rope, so. Yes, and knots. So, and you're also the strongest, so you might be the one to handle this. Oh. Ah, like when I was fishing for Sturm Gummy. Exactly. Why didn't we steal one of those fishing rods? That would be crime. A big boy. Why didn't we steal it? <laughs> yeah, it was not a pie. Whole you did not think of it. Big boy crime opportunity. Okay, so um, I uh, go fishing off the uh, guidance. The side of the boat or the back of the boat? I don't know. Just throw it off one side and see what happens. Okay. The worst that happens is we buy a new grappling hook. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh. 
Roll a d20. This is a divinely... Just a d20. A divine round. An unmodified d20. I gave you guidance. Plus guidance. Um, or is it not an ability check? This, I'm going to say this is a... We'll just call this a strength check. Oh, yes. Okay. In which case it is uh, some 20, dirty 20. Okay. You hurl the grappling hook. Covered in fish. Fishing lure over the side of the ship. Uh, what, what were you securing this to again? The, the quarter staff the that quarter I was staff. given by that guy who was maybe a god. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, for 30 minutes or so of dragging this line, fishing is a slow activity. It's a slow sport. I bet that this would be more fun if I had mead. All of a sudden, you are violently jerked towards the uh, back of the ship. You're fishing off the back ah. of the ship. <laughs> And you're pulled for an alert. So I need you to make a strength saving throw. Can I grab Olsaf and try to pull him back? Um, not at this point. This is all reaction right here. I just got one. <laughs> My quarter is seven. Can I do an action as this happens? What are you thinking? I would like to, is the rope off of the edge of the boat or on the, is it being tugged down against the side of the boat? It's being tugged away from the boat. So it's not in contact with the boat? I mean, part of it is for just, the, just a moment. As it's, as Ulseth was pulled forward, there's now a little bit of line like laying over the back rail. Okay. I pull out a Lashalar and quickly... I... No, 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 no. I'm doing a thing. <laughs> okay. I'm casting Entanglement to restrain Olseth to the ship and the line to the ship, ideally. Okay. Um, We're going to have... Uh, we're going to do a little reflex check here. So to see if you can pull that off, we're going to make a dexterity saving throw. 14. You manage to get the spell off and secure Ulseth, but it does not grab the line. And the line pulls straight off the end of the quarterstaff and just goes. So we still have the quarterstaff. You still have the quarterstaff. But the rope came off. The, the rope and everything attached to the rope on the other end, so. You All that's Ishmaela. Ishmaela. You did terrible job securing rope to stick. Aha. Uh -huh. I certainly did, Ishmaela. Yeah. Did you happen to see the thing that got, got this? Did I see the thing? I'm going to look out over the water and see if I see anything pop up. Um, you see a brief flash of a dorsal fin. About 200 yards back from the ship. How big? Pretty big. It's like a uh, little more than a square foot. Kind of, you know, fin print. Okay. 
So, and since Wild Shape says I can magically assume the shape of a beast that I have seen, and I've seen that dorsal fan, I can turn into whatever that is when I can swim. You don't have enough information to understand what the creature uh, was. Can I, while I'm watching it, is it still near the top of the water, or did the dorsal fin just go underwater? The the dorsal fin fairly quickly went down into the water. I so the staff back. What what is it you're trying to do? Uh, I was thinking about casting speaker fanable, but if it went underwater, I assume I, it's not going to. I throw another anything. pile of fish. Probably not. No. I throw another couple fish off so they float on top of the water. Okay. And just watch. The ship is fairly quickly moving away from where you dropped the fish. Oh. I mean, the ship is moving. <laughs> I'll just keep my eye on it for as long as I can. Okay. And I'll guidance myself in case I'm asked for a perception check. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check. Wanted to see how fast these fish would be eaten up before they sank. 15. If they were. You can see some sort of creature out there. And it surfaces briefly and pulls the fish down. What did it look like? Large. It had sort of this snub nose to it. And it had eyes on either side of its head. Sort of this very, very dark, yet still pearlescent um, skin covering. You can't tell if it was skin or scales or what, what exactly it was, but it was this dark, pearlescent uh, creature. Well, we saw it. So we saw sea life today. We did that. So we have eaten. We have spoken to an interesting character. Mm -hmm. We saw sea life. Now all we <coughs> have to do is practice our skills. Have dinner. Oh yes, we can. We can eat twice. That would be good. Let's <laughs> find another interesting character. Two interesting characters in one day. Right, mm. You find an interesting character. I'm gonna start making dinner. Is any of the staff walking by me? I mean, there's people constantly moving around the ship. So. I grab the nearest one. Okay. Yeah. You, you have dinner with us now. I, I can't. I'm on shift. Who's not on shift? The people who are sleeping mostly. Hmm. Who's not on shift and is awake? Uh, there's a few guys down, you know, in the hold. They're playing cards. We should go see them. Okay. Go back to your work. You passed the test. Okay. <laughs> yes, ask Captain for promotion. You earned it. Definitely not doing that. <laughs> Nines will give you a recommendation. Can I at least roll a persuasion? <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? You're asking, so go ahead. Well, it's just a ten. He's not gonna believe that. Um, you know he he thinks you have good intentions. But he's still not going to do it. 
Well, I'll be making a stew with some barley and the leftover roast. Okay. And some root vegetables. All right. Um, also, first challenge them to card game. Nines, I need you to roll a percentile die, please. That is an 86. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> what else would you like to do with the day? Well, I'm, we are having dinner I'm with an interesting two. character. Did you find someone playing cards? That's what I was looking for. Go for the one with the most tattoos or scars or both. <laughs> the Is there someone that's tattooed in scars? Yes. Or has scars from all the tattoos they got? Or both. You know, now that I've been watching all these sailors with tattoos, I wonder if I can just like go and make tattoos on myself with my changeling powers. I don't see why not. All right, I'm going to get real tattooed. Ishmila is now tattooed. For, for the sailing part of the trip. Okay. <laughs> I like that they have seen you moving around and you are now going to be very tattooed. Yeah, I got it. I, I went all in. I got it all done. <laughs> you just naturally get tattooed when you're on the sea. Yeah, I assume that's just a thing to blame down. Okay. Um. You... You, you head down to the lower decks and you find some interesting folks down there. They are all currently conversing with Bob and the two shipmates that he has. Ask if they're doing anything illegal. <laughs> Bob! Yes? I have two questions. Oh, go right ahead, please. One, are you currently doing anything illegal? Some sort of big boy crime. Oh, nothing illegal. Perhaps just being a bit unfair at how good I am with cards. You see, I've taken these boys for most of their playing money this week. Sorry, chaps. And also, we need an interesting person to tell us tragic backstory if, uh, with us. Oh, well, that definitely isn't me. I am neither interesting nor do I have any backstory. So... <laughs> Well, well, I think the next person who loses has to come with us. They all just go, I'm, I fold, and walk away from the table. <laughs> oh no, I didn't cook that much. <laughs> well, I guess we do not have an interesting character to share our dinner, but tomorrow we will have one. All right, well, extra stew for everyone. Thank you. This is more food for me. Very good. Okay. Okay. Uh, lock picking, right? Right. Fervent tech practice. Everyone, I need you to roll two numbers. 72 and 88. five. Okay. Blackjack. I mean, 21. 88 and 31. Okay. And then another 81. So, uh, nines, your scores were 21 and 81? Yes. All right. Making sure I got that. And yours were five and... 72. 72. 
And yours was 31 and... 88. 88, okay. Good. Good. And now I need... Soria, again, okay. to roll a percentile die. Four. <laughs> As you sail through the night, it is... It's cold and very choppy on the waters. It's a rough night of sleep. She gets through it all right. And you wake the next morning. That was not very restful. It was cold and choppy. I, yeah, I agree. Breakfast. Biscuits and gravy. Ah. I need you to roll another percentile die. Another percentile die. Yes. 28. Notice that the clouds are starting to gather. It had been mostly sunny the last couple of days, but now there are storm clouds gathering around you. Maybe we won't go up on deck today. I agree. It will be difficult to see sea life. Uh, we could look through the porthole quickly. Yeah, I'll take a quick look at the porthole. Okay. Um, let's see what happens. Anything in particular you're hoping to see? Sea life. The sea life. <laughs> or airborne life, I guess. If there's like an albatross or something. You look at it and you see some bottlenose dolphins. Ooh, okay. Splashing about. That one's good to know. They're doing little, like, flipper chirps. <laughs> Look, all says sharks. Okay. <laughs> I do not know sea life. I assume that's a shark. The only sea life I know are the fish in a barrel and Sturm Grimmy. And uh, smoked fish. Well, that is almost the same as fish in a barrel. barrel. Very similar. Indeed. So, um, what do you want to do today? Anything? I, Are there any interesting characters uh, below like deck? Someone, someone like uh, whittling a piece of wood, hmm. or like ivory, or or building a ship in a bottle, or on a ship. Yes. Is there <laughs> any really cool looking guy flipping a coin in the dark corner? Um. So you're looking for like a dark corner coin flipping guy? <laughs> no, we're just yeah. looking for a whittler. We're looking Maybe for someone with a very long beard. A carved They're bird. looking for anyone doing literally anything other than working. Um, <laughs> is what it boils down to. There's one guy who's sitting in the mess hall in a dark corner of it. Mm -hmm. He's got a beard. He's flipping a coin and also whittling something. While flipping oh. a coin? <laughs> he's doing like one-handed whittling, just... He was like, flip, like... carve, 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 catch. Flip, carve, 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 flip, catch. He's got what he's whittling in like a little vice. He's like flipping and then doing... <laughs> <laughs> ah, that does look like an interesting Did you see character. the sharks? <laughs> what sharks? The ones that were jumping out of the water along the ship. Those weren't sharks. Yeah, they were. They were dolphins. <laughs> 
Tastes type of shark. No, it isn't. <laughs> Is a dolphin tasty? Sometimes. It's cooked, right? It's cooked right, and its diet has been on good fish. Do you get a deposit if you return a bottlenose dolphin? Yes. <laughs> and but only if it's carbonated. <laughs> Alright, I oh. think we covered this guy's whole story. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you have tragic backstory? Yes, it's very tragic indeed. Oh, uh, could you tell us your name and your story? In that order, please. My name is Dead Air. Who? Dead Air. Dead Air? Dead <laughs> Air or Dead Air? Like if you're broadcasting something, you just don't say anything for a while? Yes. <laughs> is that A-I-R or A-I-R-E? I like to see it with an E. Mm-hmm. What kind of coin are you flipping? This is a Gundrangan coronation coin from Empress Nula's coronation. What a dizzy you are whittling. I'm whittling a tiny wood gnome. Can you whittle cra- crab stacksies? Hmm. I've never thought of that. Pulls the partially completed wood gnome, throws it behind him, <laughs> grabs a new block of wood out of his pocket and starts whittling away. I'm going to try that. All right. You could maybe make good money on it. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you do both at the same time? Helps me focus. Oh. You said that your backstory was tragic. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Would you care to tell us your backstory that is tragic? No. (laughs) I like to tell my tragic backstory to anyone who will listen. Come over in the other corner. It's real stupid and annoying. Oh, we don't want to hear stupid and annoying things. He's the one telling it. I want to hear his dumb, stupid story. Tell us your dumb, stupid story. Tell me your dumb, stupid, tragic story. My dumb, stupid, tragic story. <laughs> I'll tell Chapter you one. what's dumb, stupid, and tragic. Your face. Don't insult my backstory. You I don't know your backstory yet. Scamp. When I was newborn, my grandpa died. Uh huh. In a boat accident. Okay. Like. <laughs> Boating accident? Was smashed by a Royal Navy ship. Run over. Uh huh. By the Navinian Empire. He went under with his small sailing vessel. Just three people crewed it. And this massive ship of the line came cruising right by, paid them no attention. Okay. Crushed them. That was the day I was born. Alright. Now lots of people lose their grandparents before they know them, but that's when my mother was living. And my father. And my little dog. 
On the on the boat? No, in the house with my grandfather. Oh. This was a dumb, stupid story. <laughs> what was what was your dog's little name? Little dog's name. Terence. Are they still alive? No, that's part of the story. Oh. They were skipping ahead. When I got home from the hospital. The, why, why were you, oh, as a baby? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Where I was born. My mother cradled me and loved me dearly. And my father vowed to take care of me until his dying breath, which was only three days away. Uh-huh. If you were <laughs> a newborn, that? how did you remember this? I told this story, and now I'm telling it to you. By Terrence? No. I was told this story by my mother, who was also dead. <laughs> she told it to you when she was dead? Well, she told it to me when she was still alive. Mm. She only died three weeks ago. Oh, that is indeed tragic. How long have you been on this ship? Three weeks and one day. That's not the day you left to be on this ship. Yes. I got noticed by carrier pigeon. They sent carrier pigeons to moving boats? My mother sent it for me. Do you know how carrier pigeons work? Nope. Can you explain in detail? It's fairly simple. You have a pair, and they will always find each other. Mm. So you keep them apart, and then when you need to send a message, you let one loose, and it will find its partner. Can I have your carrier pigeon since you're not using it anymore? They died as well. Oh. <laughs> of a broken heart? <laughs> no, of a wasting disease. Oh. Do you have the... Did you have any siblings that also died? Well, I did. But they, they died before I was born. Hmm. They put my mother into poverty. That's why she was living with my grandfather. What happened to Terrence? Terrence was run over by a horse-drawn cart. An Avinian oh. Imperial horse cart? No, a flower merchant. Oh. At least he gave us the flowers for the burial, for free. Did, did Terrence get run over on the way to your grandfather's funeral to deliver the flowers? No, Terrence got run over many years after that. Oh. I was five years old. He got run over, taking me... He was going with me to the first day of my school. I think. That was how my first day at school started. My dog got run over by a flower cart. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's not funny. When... <laughs> <laughs> when... <laughs> this is indeed the most tragic back, tragic backstory that I have heard. It is... Well, out of three, this is probably the saddest one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The most tragic of tragic backstories. So what do you have to look forward to? I have to look forward to signing the divorce papers when the ship pulls into Krebstadt. <laughs> You're getting divorced? <laughs> Nine's dying over there. <laughs> yes. I'm getting divorced. She left me three months ago. But I've been away. I'm coming back to Krebstown for the first time. I was tending to my dying mother. So now I have to sign divorce papers. 
Okay, well, good luck with that. Thanks. I'll have oh. to figure out how to write my name. <laughs> Are you illiterate? No. I just can't hold pens very well. What? Why? I don't know. I always get jittery around them. But your hand seems to be so steady when you are whittling. And it's something exactly. with pens. I don't understand it. Uh, perhaps you should sign your name with a coin? knife. Was your grandfather a pen merchant and there's some sort of latent anxieties about that? No, but my grandmother was a writer and she died when she was walking from her writing desk into the kitchen and she fell on a writing pen. In front of you? Yes. Pierced her heart. And she died bleeding out on the floor, her blood mixing with the ink from her pen and the ink well she brought with her. This is really tragic. Is Can I have your coin? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Thanks. It was the coronation of Empress Nula. Mm -hmm. That is the current Empress. Do you want to, like, replacement coin? Did you say, would you like a replacement coin? Yes, or does he just have another one that he pulls out? No, that was my only coin. But I like to know that something gives someone joy. I'm gonna spend this. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's like a commemorative coin. Oh, okay. It's not actually legal tender. I'll add it to my... Why would they make fake coins? I guess to remember the event. Oh. I've never had any event in my life that I want to remember, yet I'm cursed with the memories nonetheless. So, I will just give you one piece of advice. If you are able to make crab staxies, they come in sets of ten, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and if you would do a bit of variation in terms of design, but not balance, and perhaps different colors that would make it more interesting for a potential purchaser. Hmm. And what do you think of this? He's been whittling away and has made a little crab, crab staxi. Well, Ishmila, uh, what do you think of that as a as a staxi? I mean, I guess uh, not a crab staxi. I had called it a crustaxi. Um, I would like to assess the crustaxi balance and quality. Put, a, put your own crustaxi on top of it. I mean, it's a you know fairly rough carve, so it balances fairly well on its own. But you can see it needs some refining to get stacking higher. But the principle seems good i mean it's a totally different type of stacking you don't have cats anymore you have crabs they're very different many yeah. more legs can i have it that's what i made it for oh, to give to you since you requested it you just like whittle anything anyone requests if it's in with my if it's within my capabilities i try to yes can you make, like, a nines toy? Yes. Do I have to, like, stay here and pose for you? No, I'm pretty good at remembering people. 
Which is unfortunate, because I remember all the gruesome ways that my parents and grandparents died. We're going to leave now. Yeah, we're going to go eat. Yeah. Enjoy your food. Let's look for people who have nice backstories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanted to find the worst, most sad backstory. We did. So you sit down for a nice dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you like for dinner? Hmm. Perhaps noodles and and uh, some sort of sauce. Okay. I'll make egg noodles with some gravy. A bit of onion, mm -hmm. perhaps. An onion gravy. Okay. Does anything um, happen with that storm? Yeah, the ship is rocking and pitching much more than you're used to, but, you know, whenever I no one like, seems to be alarmed by this. Whenever I feel like I'm going to throw up, I'll turn into a spider, so it's very small and doesn't make a mess. I think you should house rule it. That's just normal-sized vomit. <laughs> <laughs> just this tiny little spider. <laughs> 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 Do spiders even have the ability to throw up? I don't know. I, I don't think that spiders have the ability liquid. to like vomit something. They liquefy things and drink it. Yeah. So, Perhaps someone in, in chat could look it up and let us know. Yeah, let us or know. Or just post mm -hmm. fake fake uh, spider facts in there. Why not? spider facts. Okay, that sounds like something that J. Jonah Jameson would put in, like, <laughs> the Spider-Man movies. Hashtag Spider Facts! Did you know that Spider-Man's Spider-Man can't webbing... vomit! <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man's webbing is, uh, destroys buildings. Spider-Man's webbing is responsible for coronavirus! Hashtag Spider Facts! <laughs> there you go. We turn in for the night. After practicing our skills. Yeah. All right. Two go ahead. Again. Yeah. Practicing. Jeez. Twenty nine <coughs> and then ninety three. You said nine, then ninety three. Uh, Twenty nine uh -huh. and then ninety three. Okay. Soria. Twenty four and sixty three. Okay. And Ulseth? 61 and 51. Okay. Very good. Uh, I need... Nines again. To roll percentile dice. 43. The storm intensifies over the evening. And you will hardly get a wink of sleep during the night. The water comes splashing down, and many of the crewmen are rushing around, trying to secure parts of the ship, bailing water that's accumulating down below, pumping it out, and constantly maneuvering the sails, trying to keep things moving, but not being torn up by the wind. 
I am really glad that we did not sign on to work. This would be very, very difficult. This looks very hard. So, is it wet down in here? It is getting wet. I'll turn into an otter. <laughs> All right. So I don't have to deal. Like, could, so. could you do that after breakfast? Or are we just? This is like in the middle of the night, right? Oh. Uh, what type of otter do you turn into? Well, I'm mostly familiar, probably with like river otters. I'm guessing because. Yeah, I don't, I actually, I've I don't think you've seen a sea otter. otter. So, you turn into a river otter, and you're a little bit more at home with the damp environment, but the swaying of the ship is just as unsettling as it was. Are you using a commemorative coin as a pebble? <laughs> I, I use my rain catcher as a blanket just to keep dry. Okay. Anything? Is uh, Bob in the room? Uh, yeah, actually he is. He's just down at the other end. Bob! Mm. Yes. I'm getting wet! I'll climb into his lap. Yes, that does have a tendency to happen during a storm on a ship. Oh, hello, cute little otter. Well, I want it not to be wet. Well, shake off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Did that help? A little bit. Oh, well, good. That's my best advice for you. I just go back to sleep. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, do you, like, fall asleep as an otter? I, it only lasts for an hour. That's why I'm asking. No. Okay. So you go back to your swaying bunk. Yeah. So after a fitful night's rest, you wake the next morning, and the skies are cloudy, but not stormy looking. And the sea is markedly more calm now. Well. I would mark this as more calm. <laughs> and I need Soria to rule percentile day. 59. All right. You you see the clouds starting to break up a bit, and little streaks of sunlight are, break, are coming through those breaks in the clouds. Anything you'd like to do today? We would like to eat, talk to an interesting character, look for sea life. I feel like we talked to enough interesting characters after that guy. Let's focus more on the sea life today, because we lost it with the storm. Uh, okay, then we will we will reduce our activities from four to three today, um, which is probably appropriate will. since we had a very fitful night. Yeah. So I'll unless nines, you wish to add some activity to replace the talking to interesting character. Well, I'm still waiting for Bob to bring me fishing pole. Ah, that oh, is yeah. true. Bob. It has been two days, and he has not brought you full. Bob. <laughs> Uh, from the captain's quarters, a uh, little porthole window opens up. Yes. There's a fine fishing pole yet. Oh, yes, right here. <laughs> Sticks it out of the Are you having hole. breakfast? No. 
And then it closes the portal. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Here, old stuff, I got your fishing rod. Oh, thank you. Don't lose it. <laughs> I will attempt to not not do one again. <laughs> Every, fishing rod. Every fishing rod we've ever used has gotten pulled down into the water. Okay. Does that mean we're really good at fishing or really bad at fishing? I think fishing? it means we're really good. Yes, we're really good at catching things. Yeah. Not necessarily very good at... Retrieving. Yes. Well, we'll make some breakfast. I'll just make something really simple, you know, like some grits or something. Yeah. So, since we had a rough night. Grits and toast. Grits and toast. Mm, I love me the smell of grits and toast in the morning. We're not talking to you today, Shorty. You don't get any. Oh, okay. <laughs> Unless you have second tragic backstory. No, just the one. Uh, who should we talk to in Krebstadt? Oh, Krebstadt's a pretty big city. What's your favorite thing to eat? Not crab. Uh, I don't know. I've only ever had swamp crab. Uh, Where's eat. the best place to get dire crab? The best place to get dire crab is Hank's. It's just called Hank's. Yep. It's named after the dog that owns it. The dog owns it? Wait! Yep. Used to be. Used to be a dwarf. Then a wizard got real mad, turned him into a dog. Still owns the bar, though. Alright. Well, since you talk to us, you can have some grit. Mm, thank you. So, can the dog, like, still talk? No. All right. How many, how many employees do they have there? 75. It's a big place. No, very big. <clears throat> do they understand the dog? Mostly. How long lived does the dog? Does it still have like a dwarven lifespan? Seems to. Oh. Been 70 years cursed that way. Oh, okay. Do they still have dwarven beard? No. What kind of dog? Oh, it seems to be a type of collie. Mm. Right, cute dog. Always got to wash the crab out of its coat, though. <laughs> Does it smell like crab? Everything smells like crab. Everything smells like crab, that's right. <laughs> well, that was almost like talking to an interesting character. <laughs> yeah, we kind of did a half. Yes. Half credit. Yeah. Let's go fishing. Oh. Yes. How my long as had dog conversations? Seven. So we we go up on deck and uh, go fishing. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll items. a strength track. What sort of fish are you hoping to attract? Um, uh, the kind that we can catch. Yeah, something we can. We don't catch. know anything about fish. Yeah. I mean, the only fish we've seen are fish in a barrel and they're... And like giant <coughs> sea monsters. Yeah. Okay. And um, bottlenose dolphins. I would like something we can cook, something fresh. Okay. But... I feel like anything we catch is going to be fresh. 24. Not necessarily. It could be like a zombie shark or something. What are the odds of that happening twice? 
Okay. 24 strength. Yeah. Nice. After a little while, you are even I still more think this would be more fun with violently me. tugged towards the back of the ship by this. Ow. Be careful. I was violently also. tugged oh. by something on on the end of this fishing rod. Oh, then try reeling it in. Uh, you should make another strength check. Guidance. And bardic inspiration that's going to just go to waste. We shall inspire you. Ah. <laughs> well, well done. Did you did you lose your guidance die? Oh, this is this is good. That's nineteen plus six is twenty five. That's thirty plus whatever is on the floor. So you're over thirty. I am over thirty. Okay. I think we're all over thirty. Uh -oh. <laughs> You 33. You struggle and pull and reel and struggle and pull and reel and struggle and pull and reel. And it's a little lantern. And the treasure chest. after about 20 minutes of struggling back and forth with whatever creatures in the end of this, you start to see a very large, thin, fin rise above the water. And you keep pulling and pulling. Ishmila, do you see this? Yeah, I'm, I'm watching intently. And you pull up a seven-foot-long sailfish. Ooh, I, I have caught a seven-foot-long fish that looks like it has a sail on it. Wow, that's cool. No. Can I grab some random passerby to help us pull it up? Yeah, the uh, the crew all gets very excited when they see that you have just pulled in a sailfish. Why are they excited? Because you can get good deals. <laughs> I was related to clearance fish. <laughs> it is much better than a going out of business fish. <laughs> Pass over the MSRP fish. <laughs> Where'd you go? Oh, I, I quit. I quit. We're done. No, we're done with the campaign. <laughs> really? The the MSRP fish. Do not yes. take that one. It is uh, too expensive. The sailfish is pretty cool, and now I've seen it. Definitely. Do you want to eat it or throw it back? Um, are we in, are we doing catch and release or are we uh, consuming the fish? Why are you looking at me? I, well, I why assume... was the crew excited? Yeah, why is everyone so excited? It's a big fish. It's a big fish. Uh huh. I mean, they're pretty tasty. They're tasty. Okay. Mm. I'll eat it then. How many days would this fish feed you all? The whole crew. I mean, just one. But it feed the whole crew. So, you are Ishmila. Mm -hmm. Do you wish to cook this sailfish, or sh shall we let Shorty do it, or will you work together? I'll, I'll cook it and kick him out of the kitchen. <laughs> okay, well then. Okay. 
We have oh, let's uh, drag this fish on board. Yeah, sailfish for dinner. We'll go down. You know, we'll skin it, gut it, deworm it. All the good. I got a pace for that. What? I got a pace for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you know, what kind of what kind of kitchen do we got here? It's um, uh, it's not great. It's small. It's a galley kitchen. You know. Big pots, at least. You've seen bigger, but there's sizable pots, sure. Mm-hmm. Need I, to feed the crew from here. I, I'm gonna make like a a whole lot of like a sort of sailfish lemon stew with tarragon and parsley. Okay. Because we have a lot of citrus, right? You do. Yeah. So I'll do some lemons in it and you know, I'll chop up some potatoes and stuff to go in it as well. Okay. You fix up a very fine feast of sailfish. And then I'll take it's like a marlin, right? So that's the big point, you know. Uh yes. Yes. Nines, I got you a better rapier. <laughs> <laughs> this is rustier than my old one which is my current one um you know I mean, it is fairly sharp um bob yes since you're like the host and you and the captain would uh, you two like to have the eyes oh of course i'm sure their delicacy. Uh, yes, absolutely. I'll bring them to her. All right, I'll come with you. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, uh, she's feeling a bit ill. After whatever you did this morning? Uh, no. <laughs> Not after that. She was, that's why I was in there. She was feeling ill. I was taking care of her. Anyway, I'll take these uh, fish. I uh, well, I'll walk you through her door. Um, No. and he runs off with the eyeballs how big are the eyeballs fairly large i like that big yeah Mm, more than a spoonful yeah a full mouthful at least yeah probably have parasites in them yeah Mm. probably that's why they have two it's a parasite <laughs> I didn't do that one. You can't be mad at me for I that like one. That one. <laughs> I I can be. I can be mad at you. We turned in for the night. <laughs> After practicing. After practicing okay. our skills. I need nines again. Well Seth, you're you're getting out of Do we need to roll our getting skills out of this first? Here. Oh no. Like uh no. No. We don't roll our skills? Nope. No. I need to see the results of uh, this percentile die roll. And you said- I got a 66. Okay. Mm. Now you may roll for your percentile die progress. Oh, oh, much better, too. 99. Whoa. Wow. And? And? 
<laughs> 66. Okay. You could turn them over and be each other. <laughs> I got Sorry. a 17 and a 27. Okay. And I got a 48 and a 63. Okay. There we are. In the morning, uh, just as you're waking up, just as we wake up. You uh, are thrown from your beds. I turn into a cat midair. <laughs> <clears throat> I am a cat in the reflex. <laughs> um Do I hit the floor? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you yes, you hit the floor. Thump. I I don't think there's really time time to react this way. Ow. But you're thrown out of your bed and you each take uh one point of bludgeoning damage as you fall and you're a little banged up and the whole ship has come to a, a this very lurching halt and everyone on board is just yeah they've fallen over hit themselves you hear sounds of things falling throughout the ship nines just start bob. saying it's betsy bob bob <laughs> you see his head poke up from a loose board in the floor. Yes. Does this mean we're here? No, I don't think so. I believe that we've run aground. We have run aground. Oh, I thought that we were... How do we hit the ground when we're on the ocean? Yeah. Well, that's a very good question, isn't it? Maybe we should go up and look. Maybe we're in the claws of Betsy. Well, I should hope that we're not, but that is a possibility. So, let's head up and find out... The board lowers down, and you see, you hear Bob scampering around, and then run up the stairs. All right, we'll go up. Okay. You who are Bob. Yes. Could this have happened because the captain was ill and unable to guide the ship? Uh, she's much better this morning. Oh, then it is completely her the, fault. Did, the, did you like the fish eye? <laughs> oh, loved them. What did they taste like? I know, so I'm expecting a specific response. They taste them like the most delicate flavors of... We didn't need them. <laughs> You're up on deck yeah, now. Yeah, let's look at what's going on. Do we see a giant crab? You do not see a giant crab. Thank God. What do we see? Okay, I don't have to flip it over for massive damage. You see a small stand of palm trees. And you look around. It takes you a minute to figure out exactly what's happened, but the ship has indeed run aground on a sandbar in what appears to be basically the middle of the sea. There is no land that you can see otherwise. And... You are very much caught on this sandbar. A few palm trees. Yes. About five. Is there anything on the palm trees? No. I mean, the palms. All right. Are there things growing on the palms? No. You who are Captain Harriet. Hello, you who are Captain Harriet. Yes. <clears throat> Why did you run us aground on this... <laughs> 
little island. Oh, well, I thought it'd be fun. Haven't you ever run aground before? It's such a wonderful time. Well, we're going to need like a recompense private island for we'll whiplash and... <laughs> no, I don't know what it is. And the crew has to get us off of it. Don't they, bosun? Are you feeling better? I feel fine, thank you. What were you sick with? I, I know medicine <laughs> very well. <laughs> I can help. Uh, Is things contagious? Uh, I was sick with the flu. It's fine. Oh, one one day of flu. Okay. Yeah, little mm -hmm. stomach bug. That's all. <clears throat> you know that a stomach illness is not really the flu. That is a respiratory illness. I had learned that in my village when I was young. Great. I'm going <laughs> to go get the ship unstuck now. How do you do that? By digging. Oh. And they start tossing out shovels to all the crew members. Ah, so they are disassembling this small island. <laughs> no, I believe they're just getting the sand out of the bank. Hmm. They kept it in a bank. Oh, we had kept things in. Wait a minute. Bob, what are you looking at? I think I know where we are. The ocean. <laughs> Well, yes, but I think I know what this is. Water. This is no ordinary island. This is a miraculous find. Uh-huh. It's an island that's been lost for centuries. Millennia, even. Someone lost this island? The whole world lost this island. Hmm. How do you lose an island? found it. This is an island made by a pirate. They made it? Well... So the legend goes. They at least found it. But this is a pirate island. And you don't well, What's the difference from a pirate island, island and a regular um, island? On a regular island, there's no pirate treasure. Or, in this case, a pirate grave. There is no treasure, just a grave? Well, there's treasure. The pirates are buried here with the treasure. Which pirate? Um, tell me his tell tragic backstory. This pirate. Well, I'm sure anyone here could regale you with a tale. You must all recognize it by now. The crew's just sort of blankly staring. I don't think but, they're pirates like you. Come have. on, you two. Pointing to his two shipmates. You two must know. You do not really know this story, do you? Are you making this all up? No, I can't believe that none of you know this story. I mean, I can believe the three of you don't know this story, but how does everyone else not know this story? Maybe they're terrible pirates. Well, I suppose that is true since none of them are pirates, especially me. I'm not a pirate, but I know my pirate tales. Yes, of course. Now, millennia ago... Shall we sit down for this? There was an ancient pirate lord who stole from all the world over. This pirate lord, he took the crown jewels of countries. He stole ancient recipes for potions long since lost. He has all sorts of amazing artifacts that he plundered from all over the world. And when he died, rather than let his most valuable possessions simply be sold off to benefit someone else, he took them into the afterlife with him. 
and he was buried deep below these sands. Still nobody? Ugh. This is the magical disappearing island of the pirate lord Ira? Pirate Lord Ira? Yes, his name was Ira. Was it like famous? Only the most famous pirate lord that ever was. But like, I might have heard of Sounds him. the captain. Ugh. I don't know why you haven't heard of him. Look. If this island is disappearing, will it just go poof, vanish? Ah. Uh, we're uh, on it? No. So, the lost crypt of the pirate lord Ira. It is said that this enchanted sandbar appears and disappears with the winds and tides. Mm. And also on Tuesdays. And what is today? It must be a Tuesday. Oh. Well, then, if we are to dig up this treasure, we had best do it quickly, eh? Oh, well, I should think so. Since uh, there's a good chance that it will disappear around midnight, maybe. <laughs> or when the wind picks up in all the tide. When it disappears. Well, have I got my days wrong? I always get them screwed up when I'm at sea. Anyway. Is this island affected by daylight savings time? <laughs> probably. Whatever that is. Now, we have to dig about the island and get into the crypt, everyone. All right, all set. I grab a shovel or two, a large shovel. I get take the largest shovel. Are you three really the only ones that are going to help? I like treasure. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us are going to be busy digging this ship out, Bob. <clears throat> well, hey, I'll Bob. be busy finding the long lost pirate treasure of Lord Ira. That he made up. I did not make it up. Then how come no one else has heard of it? Well, I'm assuming because they are all uneducated on the ways of pirates. Alright, so where do we dig? Um, legend has it that from the end of the sandbar, which is there, you dig 100 paces it's, what are we looking for? West. What, what are we looking for? You don't seem to know what you're doing. Uh, this is, these are legends. They're not it, Are we looking recipes? for like a hatch? I think so. Maybe a stairway? Mm. Not sure. All right. Save your arms for so, a second. Are okay. these are these dwarven paces, verbog paces, dragonkins? Yeah, I have paces. a way around this. Yes. I'll turn into a mole. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to dig down and dig around until I find some sort of structure. Okay. Um, do you want to try to, like, get close to where you think it's yeah. supposed to be? Yeah, I mean, I'll right. go loosely where he was saying. Now, Pirate Lord Ira, he was an orc. So, a hundred orc paces, a bit taller, aren't they? Um, I'm guessing probably around 140 or so paces for someone like Sorry, but oh, Seth, you're about oh, as tall sorry, as you would have been. <laughs> and 
If you took the hundred paces, it might be just about right. Um, okay. I take a hundred paces west. All right, you walk out, and you find yourself kind of in the middle of the palms. All right, I'll take around and Sounds like a good side. place for a resort. I'll turn I love the palms. I'll turn into a mole and just start digging around under there to see what's... All right, roll a... Actually, instead of a mole, I'll turn into a badger. They're good at digging. Okay, roll a d20. Oh, can I guidance myself before I turn into a badger? Since you knew what your plan was, yeah. I think... Sure. All right. Uh, 17 total. Okay. It takes you about 20 minutes. But you eventually find the side of a some sort of structure. It's made of uh, this red stone material. It looks similar to some of the Furvan ruins that you've seen in the past. I should dig a hole here. <laughs> dig here. Okay, I get up, I big the biggest shovel that I carried, and start <laughs> digging where the badger points. Okay. You, after not too very long, dig out the top part of this covering and reveal, uh, reveal a trap. A trap? Well, a trap door, I should oh. say. Yeah, oh. trap door. Sorry. Don't this up, pirate. <laughs> I do not have fine traps. Yeah. <laughs> you find a trap door. All right, before we... I have found a trap door. I hope it is not trapped. Uh, we should check it. <laughs> hey, Bob, do you know how to check for traps? Oh, yes. I am quite okay at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand on the trap door. He looks around, kind of feeling the edges of the structure and running his hands along the crevices. It doesn't seem like there's any traps here, so I think it's safe to go in. I open oh, the you trap. you should open it then. <laughs> yes, Bob, you open I, it. I wait for Bob to pick me up. All right. Then Cornish Mela grabs a large ring, flings the door open, and a big burst of air comes whooshing out. Oof. It sounds like... A wailing. Uh, what? A wailing ghoul. Well, it definitely sounds like wailing. This haunting sort of screaming noise comes rushing out of the crypt. And this foul stench of air is wafting up to your noses. Oh, this is like going into well, sewers like again. <laughs> well, this seems well, like it now. Shall we go in? Yes, Bob. I'll turn back into my normal form. Excellent. You go. Go ahead. I, well, I'm I, being carried. I put on my uh, night vision goggles. Downward, then, into the crypt. And you take your first steps down the long, dark stairway into a, presumably, Pirate Lord's Crypt, which is where we're going to take a quick break. Mm. So uh, come back in a few minutes. We're going to go refresh ourselves, use the bathroom, and let's see what happens in what appears to be a long-lost magical pirate crypt.
Be back soon. We're back. Hope y'all had a relaxing break, like we did. I, think uh, I ate a cheese stick. I ate some toast and a uh, little cheesecake. Not not exactly the healthiest break, but it was tasty. Um, when we left off, you guys were just entering the burial crypt of a pirate lord. So, as you enter into these dark dungeons, the first area that you come to is um, unlike the well-laid and um, finely carved red brick that you've seen a couple of times before in older dwarven structures. Um, this is this is a sort of cave area. You can't tell if it was natural or maybe worn away, but this is an open area with exposed rock walls, and it's quite damp and musty here. The sandy covered floor, but you can feel underneath the sand, there's a layer of rock just below it. And that's where you find yourselves, in sort of a square-ish room. So, do we have to keep calling it Bob, Captain? No, no, that's uh, just the name on the ship. Oh, okay. What if we want to call you Bob? Well, I suppose you may continue to do so. Well, at least either Bob or Captain, how about that? <laughs> Which would you prefer? Oh, whatever's easier for you, my good friend. Oh, Bob. Captain, help Bob that. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Oh, and I realize I'm still just on me. Switch that back here. Here we go. Hi. Red is the tobacco. Now we're back. God. We're back on everybody. Went back. And back. Oh. <laughs> here he comes again. So, is that, can I see anything in this room other than just is it loosely square-ish? It's loosely squarish. There's not much light here. The little bit of light that's pouring in from the stairway that you descended down illuminates off to your left side. Uh, what seems to be a pathway deeper into the cave tunnels. I have my 120-foot vision night goggle. Same. All right, so you two are Strapping on your dark vision. Mm-hmm. And nine to believe... tabaxi. You my have my superior vision. tabaxi eyes. You're built in. So, you continue down this pathway for a little ways. Um, uh, Perception check. Do it. Wait. So we check the. We check the. 
the trap door for traps, then it wasn't trapped, so it was a regular door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we assume that if there's not a trap on the trap door, that the rest of the place is fine? <coughs> Mm-hmm. Or should we have Bob looking for traps? I think Bob should go first. Captain? This yes. is your legendary pit. <clears throat> Do you want to go ahead and look for traps for us? You want me to take the lead? Well, you are the captain. Well, I suppose uh, we'll see how this turns out. You then. should lead by example, right? <clears throat> Well, as a general practice, I believe that everything is a trap. That's why I'm still alive. Mm. Should we assume that this trip is a trap? Oh, probably. Yeah, we've had you to lure us into some sort of heinous. Um, I don't think I would do such a thing, but who knows? Maybe one of the many people on these ships are going to give away our position. Maybe the tabaxi god is going to knock on us. I hope not. That'd be nice of tabaxi god. Oh, by the way, there is a trap in the floor there. It'll spring a whole bunch of spikes oh. dashing across. Where? Where? Oh, just ahead, about three feet. Wow. Well, <laughs> well can no. we go is around that it? Is a trap? Well, there's not really going around it. The entire... Floor from end to end is. Can we throw a rock on it? Plated. I think maybe a rock or just jumping over our safest bets. Hmm. I think a rock sounds safer than jumping. I look for a rock. There must be a rock. It's a cave, right? Yeah. You find, you know, a sizable chunk of stone that's I, broken off from something. I find a rock that weighs about as much as like a gnome. <clears throat> All right, you find a fairly heavy rock. And I... Okay, then. <laughs> I heave it onto the trap area. All right. I'm not going to make you roll for anything. You are nah. very aware of where the pressure plate is, and you're under no pressure, so there's no need to make a roll here. But the plate's under pressure now. Mm-hmm. You throw the rock, and... Sure enough, a whole bunch of spikes come shooting out of the wall and cover the whole um, side, basically, come sweeping across. Anything that was in their pathway surely would have been skewered. Mm-hmm. So the spikes how long it would have taken to make this trap? Mm. What are the spikes, my Tama? The spikes look to be, uh, I guess, more like spears. Um, hey, some, some wood and, and free spear. spear. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have my hand axe and just cut one off. Okay. Here you go, nines. Thank you. The trap now triggered doesn't seem to be retracting into the wall. Mm-hmm. Can we get through? I mean, you just broke some of the spikes of off, of so okay. you should be able to break them off and make your way through. All right. Do that again, Captain. Well, I'll keep making observations as we travel through here. The pathway winds around, um, kind of curving to your right, and you come to a larger room where there seems to be a 
slightly sand-covered trapdoor. Another trapdoor. But the trapdoors do not seem to have traps. But maybe we'll Bob, check please it. check it. I'll check this and see. Doesn't seem to be any traps on this one, so I think we're all right. I uh, pull out my crowbar so that I'm not right above the trapdoor and uh, pry it open. Okay. It opens up. With it, a puff of dust comes kind of fling up at you. Yeah, does it stink again? Not as bad this time. Mm. It is unusual that the air gets fresher the further down we Well, stink arises. <clears throat> Probably. Clearly no badgers went down here. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't smell great. It just doesn't stink quite as bad. It might be a relative thing, because we're like in so the stink now. Uh-huh. So, so we've, even uh, if it smells not as bad as when we first opened it, it's because we're already in the bad stuff, and now this is just like, mm-hmm. it's technically worse, but relative to what we're now normally smelling, it's not so bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does this go down now? It does, yeah. Uh, after you, Captain. Uh, very well, although I can't help but feel you're trying to make me the sacrificial lamb. No, you're... This is, you're the one who has the most experience and knowledge about where we're going, so you're more like a guide. And very good at trap finding. Well also, you're too human to be Now, shall we descend? Mm-hmm. All right. You go down the stairs, and you enter into a room. It's about the same size as the one that you had just descended from. It's all laid out in front of you from where this stairwell sits. And it's in a little, the stairwell is in a little pocket off to the side. And it's also about in the middle of this room. So when you enter, it's an oval shaped room and there's a, a chest along the far side of the wall. Also, if you should open that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody needs to check for traps. Yeah, let's not just... I mean, I'm really bad at checking for traps. We had someone who was good at it, but apparently his crimes were a little too big, boy. So Will. What, what is the trap check thing? I, usually it's investigation. Yeah, if you're looking for... If you're actively searching for traps. If you're actively searching for traps, usually it falls under investigation. Well, I make an effort since Bob seems to be... (sighs) Guidance. Not doing his duty. How do you know? Because he hasn't checked for traps when we asked him to check for traps. Yeah, he has. He hasn't said anything. Yeah. If he doesn't see a trap, he's not going to say, I don't see a trap here. It would be very useful if he did, though. Yes, it would be very useful if when we say, Bob, please check for traps on this chest, if he would tell us whether or not he found a trap. Uh, I mean, you haven't asked him to do that yet. Bob, (laughs) you are... I'm just pointing out, be fair to the character. He's not trying to deceive you. 
You who are a Bob, please check to see if there are traps on this. I made a check, but it was not very good. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the best at this sort of thing. We mostly ferment revolution. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think we completely caused a massive political upheaval in Stillboro, for example. He inspects the chest, says, I don't see any traps here. I don't even see a lock. Oh, I'll pick it. I do it. I'm great at this. <laughs> uh, indeed. I just wiggle the tool next to the chest. I unlocked it, everyone. I well, sorry, that's so cool. think the chest is open. Thank you. I'm good at this. So I, I'll open it. You open the chest? Yeah. Since I'm right there. There's nothing on the inside. It's just a normal empty chest. Hey, nines. Free chest. <laughs> I crawl into the chest. Um, it's not a huge chest, so you don't really fit. You can get both of your feet in there and kind of like stand, stand and like squat, squat in it. If it were a little smaller, you could use it as a shoe. <laughs> I have a pair. <laughs> Why don't you expand your shoes while you're inside it? I click my shoes together. Well, they, they expand and oh. fill the bottom of the chest, but... <laughs> um, they don't do anything interesting. Oh, all right. Well, I just figured we'd see. Why would there be an empty chest here, Captain? Well, if it had a lock on it, I'd say that someone had taken whatever loot was in it has no lock, so I can only assume that whatever was placed in here was either hardly of any value, or worse yet, um, there's never anything here at all. Is there anything else in the room? Not that I can see. I will look around the room carefully. Okay, make an investigation check. Guidance. I flip the chest upside down after I step out of it. You can't lift the chest. Um, it's very secure to the floor. Fourteen total. I take the spear I just got, mm -hmm. and I try to lever it under there and rip it up. You can get the spear tip underneath the lip of the chest, but no matter how much force you apply, it does not budge, and you have now bent the spear tip. Go Nines. back and get a new one. Nines, what is happening with the chest? Stuck. Also, future crowbar. Out of fourteen. There's nothing that you see. You don't find any traps or any sort of. Can Can you rotate anything, the chest? Really. If it's stuck well, on. What do I look like? Some sort of rotator? Yeah. Oh. I try to rotate the chest. It won't budge. No. Also, future crowbar on it. I will use my crowbar. Maybe. And attempt to uh, pry off the chest. Although your crowbar is very strong and you are quite brawny yourself, no budge of movement is seen in this, is this chest. In, is this in sand, rock? It seems to be sitting on that same sandy, rocky covered surface. Or sandy. Rocky, sandy covered surface is what I mean to say. 
Can we just like dig out under it? I'm curious why this chest won't move. Yeah, I clear away as much of the debris and dirt and sand as, as I can. It's sitting on a stone floor and it seems to be... It, it, there's nothing that you can see or feel even though it's not a perfect seam around this chest where the rock is, because you can get some tools underneath it, under the lip. There's nothing that's giving away why this wouldn't budge. Can I look inside the lid? Mm-hmm. Is there anything there? There's nothing there. Is there any writing can on it? I see if there's anything? like a false bottom on the chest itself. Mm. Make an investigation check. Guidance. Four. I have zero to my investigation. You don't find a false bottom. I'd like to move the brass mirrors around so the beam of light coming down through the ceiling hits the chest. <laughs> um, not a thing, unfortunately. Nines, were you able to find anything out about this bizarre chest? Can't pick it up. Maybe. Can't pick it up, can't rotate it, can't tip it over. Maybe we need to lock it. <laughs> I close the chest. The chest is closed. It was a lock. I have a lock. <laughs> is there even a way to put a lock? No, there's not a way to lock it. It's just a... Um, mm. You who are Bob. Yes. What do you think is going on with this chest that cannot be moved? Chest that can't be moved. My guess is that we're supposed to interact with it in some way. I'm going to open it and then just try and keep pushing the lid past where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Huh? Opens and closes normally. Can uh, I put some gold in there and then close it? Sure. I just take like, I don't know, five gold. All right. When you do. It's a tie if I'm... Um, and close the chest. A door seamlessly yeah, carved into the wall clicks open and you hear this loud and then as though a thousand metal springs are slowly moving and creaking with a millennia of corrosion. That was a the very stone clever wall thing swings to open. do. I open the chest and try to get my gold back. The gold is gone. That calls me five gold. Wow. That is quite an expensive toll door. What a door. jerk. That chest. <laughs> this is the worst toll I've ever been to. Well, let's go. Let's let's go <laughs> in. Don't worry, the captain will reimburse you. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Uh. No. <laughs> so you go in past the door. And... I'm really glad you didn't close the, the uh, chest on nines. <laughs> hey, I don't think it would have fit. I retracted my shoes, by the way. I, I, I don't f- think I said that. <laughs> I, you didn't, but I assumed that you did when you Double, got out of the box. You just increased the chance to set off traps while you're walking. <laughs> I should have tried that Wait, with the, uh... hold. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, there's a flame burst trap 
just a couple of feet ahead. A flame burst trap. Yeah, what's the shelf big life of a bowl up in your face? What's the shelf life of a sh uh, trap like that? I don't know. It depends on the mechanism that produces said flame. If it's say done with a magical rune, then as long as that rune is still intact, it can last. I don't know the mechanism behind this, but I do see the pressure plate that crosses the path. Ah. I do the uh, rock on the plate again. Should throw five gold on it. And <laughs> when you do, a stream of fire comes spraying out from two different sides of the wall. And I mean, the whole area is just scorched and blackened. And after a minute or two, the flames stop and seem to sort of recede as though the fuel is now spent. It is quite warm in here now, and it does smell significantly worse, having added this much heat to the environment. Can I tell, watching it for a minute and smelling it and everything, was this like alchemical or? Magic? It seemed to be an alchemical reaction. Okay, so I smelled some sort of chemical with it. Yeah, this didn't seem to be magical. Well. Even though the flame has stopped, I suggest that we attempt to jump over as much as we can the pressure plate. Yeah, there's not any more pressure plates, are there? Well, not immediately in front of it, no. Oh, all right. Let's go around it. All right. And everyone proceeds to hop over the pressure plate. Yeah. And then jump into another one. <laughs> the next... Uh, 20 or so feet sort of wind around in the hall and I need the traveling order I know the captain's in front but who's after the captain uh, I am okay then I need a dexterity saving throw from you Uh, 15. Um, as you're walking down the hall, there is the sound of a light twang. And then... Did you hear that twang? I definitely um, did hear a twang. Several, what? several glass twang. vials drop from overhead and they land square on top of the captain, but Ulseth manages to dodge a little bit out of the way, some of them splashing up on your armor, though. And you take four acid damage reduced to two because you made the save. And the captain is cursing. Damn it, that hurts. How much did it hurt? Did it hurt a lot? I it mostly stings. I'm sure with a proper treatment, the bone wounds will go away. Your coat's also really ruined. Oh, so it is. Good thing it wasn't mine. <laughs> My armor is just fine. Balsamic oh. vinegar. <laughs> well, I <laughs> wanted off of a chap the last time I was in Krebstadt. 
same guy who tried to hunt us down in the forest, actually. Oh. And by one, I Big mean... Beard. Uh, cheated a jerk out of a whole bunch of things, including a ship. Oh, okay. This was well, on the ship. got hurt. Um... No. Well, that's a big boy crime right there. <laughs> and we are having our daily AT&T, AT&T internet sponsored, sponsored moment. moment. <laughs> well, do a better job of looking for traps in the future. Oh, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I do aspire to do so. I will give you guidance. Okay. As we continue along. Um, mere feet ahead. Uh, is it still the same traveling order? Yes. I need another dexterity. I gave you guidance. Saving throw from you. Maybe I should be looking for our own tracks. Uh, 18. All right. Um, there's a little cracking sound. Like Did you hear that? I heard a cracking sound. I did too. The it sound of um, stones being kind of rubbed together, and then something gives way, and the captain leaps forward, and. Um, in doing so, shoves you backwards, and you both wind up on opposite sides of a large pit that had opened up beneath where you were walking. Be very careful, there is a pit here. Oh, thank you. Good spotting it. Uh -huh. I could tell well, because of the, the, the large opening beneath my There's a lot of dust now, huh? <laughs> yes. Ugh. Captain, you uh, ripped your shirt diving like that. Oh, good thing it wasn't my shirt. <laughs> He's going to be naked by the end. So how, how wide is this pit? It's uh, about seven feet across. Seven feet across. Yeah. And uh, yeah, is there a way around it? No, it fills the hall from edge to edge. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm able to get across this. Um, I will jump a. I'm going to tie a rope. Is there anything to tie a rope to? A big rock or a boulder or anything? Uh, big old stuff. Not really. No. Mm -hmm. The walls are fairly smooth, and there's nothing to tie it onto. I suppose well, we you could, could anchor it to yourself. It really is like a grappling. Huh? No, but my grappling hook is. Well, wait! Don't don't we have been eaten by some sort of sea creature? Don't we have a client? Do you have a climber's kit from Dromar? I'm just gonna try to jump it. No, don't. Because <laughs> Do, doesn't he have like pins All right. and stuff? Make um. I have Keltrops. That's no good. I have a climber's kit. Yeah. Making okay. uh, I I I'm gonna let you do a long jump. This this should be an athletics check. I'm gonna say that because you have walls, you can uh, matrix yourself a little bit here if you wanna 
if you want to try to do that, and you can use an acrobatics check here. You, you who are I would nines. prefer an acrobatics you, check. You who yes. are nines, before you make the leap, um, I will tie a rope around your waist using a bowline. So oh, that, just don't pull me back as I try to jump. No, I will pull you back if you fail to make the jump. Why would I fail? I'm great. Okay. You're gonna still tie rope around me. I think I will do so. I think jumping is based on your run speed. So if you use your tabaxi feline running stuff, you could probably have a better chance. Uh, Alexis is fine do with me doing that. Um, yeah. I mean, that's... That is what you can do. All right, I'll use some feline agility with a rope tied around me. And that's a six. I rolled a two. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you try to, um... Matrix yourself across that, and you think for a moment to them. I look like Keanu, and then <laughs> then you then you don't look like Keanu, and you just fall. So and you're caught by the rope. For people actually interested in the official rules for a long jump, it is um, as long as you run at least ten feet. You can jump and you can cover a number of feet up to your strength score. Is what they say. I pulled nines back up. Which seems like a lot of feet. For like a person. But not tabaxi. That um as I get pulled up, I look at Olsef. Why about to do that? I could tell. You are very acrobatic. It doesn't seem that bad. Like twenty feet, you have twenty strength. I I feel like I feel like there's a lot of variation in there. In, in any case, the reason I'm not doing that is because you don't have ten feet. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why I ends. didn't do a jump check. Gotcha. I was just um, I was just curious what the because okay. this is like f- six feet apart in between these series of traps here. They're so what really we need tight. is a grappling hook. <laughs> we will do this with rope safety as much as possible. So what what I'm going to do is Nines keeps his bowline. Mm-hmm. I tie a similar one um, what around if we, his mela. What if we tie the rope around one of our spears and throw it at the captain? <laughs> yeah. I toss a rope to the captain. Okay. I can, you know, it's only six yeah, yeah. feet. It's, it's, only, it's not that big. Say, brace yourself. I tie one around myself. Okay. But I'm holding the ends of the ropes that are around Ishmaela and Nines. And I leap using, can I use a, a, an athletics check to get across the, the seven yeah. feet? Yeah, you seven can Seven feet should be like just a big step. For someone your height? Yeah. For you, this is not going to be particularly difficult. You're basically jumping your height. Yes. So I, I have a 24. Yeah, you, you make it across and uh, have some room to spare on top of that. Mm-hmm. So you're good. Okay. Each of you now 
Try to make the leap across. If you do not, I will catch you with the rope and pull you up from this side. Give me turn. I'd have to get my feline agility back. Nishmela, <laughs> <laughs> do you wish to try that? Or do you wish to just um, go gently off the edge and let me pull you across? I'll do neither, and I'll turn into a spider and go up along the wall. <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to happen. And I retrieved my rope. <laughs> All right. You didn't use. Well, I'll still tie myself around. And, and... I retrieved my rope from uh, Bob, which I didn't use. And nines, ice. Actually, I'm still tied to the rope. I guess I yes. can just throw you at the other end. I took it with me. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to try again. Okay. <laughs> and this way we are thwack uh, into the... So, <laughs> I rolled a nat one that time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there anything cool down in the pit? <laughs> <laughs> so you just, like, trip me for my practice rolls. Do you trip on the lip <laughs> yes, of the... Yes, I just tripped over the side. <laughs> As I pull nines up, I tripped I go... over the spider that was going across it. <laughs> You who are nines, I am very much impressed with your ability to deal with gravity. Um, also, pull me up. I have. I will pull you up on this side. Is so there any up. treasure down in the pit, nines? Nines take uh, one bludgeoning damage from slamming up against the side of the wall when you jumped, like... slash tripped, and then swung. As you... Is there anything cool down in the pit with my dark vision? No, but it is quite far. You'd say it's probably like 30, 40 feet down. Oh, wow. As you as you start getting out of the pit and just reach the lip, my little tarantula will climb up on your face. Oh. <laughs> also, I forget it off. <laughs> I set I set the spider down on the on the ground. All I can think of right now is Harry. Home Alone. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you we have do a crowbar. nothing but make Home Alone references. You have a crowbar. Game. You yeah, could have just true. tried to hit the, hit, the hit spider the, on his uh, face. Yeah. Please don't bludgeon me anymore. <laughs> I retrieved my rope, and now we are all safely, well, except for some bludgeoning across. I'll climb up on the captain's shoulders, since I don't want to waste this wild shape while I have it. You who are nines, doing are all tabaxis so athletic? <laughs> Yes, we are fantastic at this. We all do this on purpose. Ah. <laughs> you did a very fine job. Both times. In fact, the second time was even better than the first. Most impressive. I, uh, do you want to check? Do you still want me to be the one spotting? I seem to not be the best at seeing these traps. Fine, I'll lead and perceive. Technically, these would be investigations, since you are looking specifically for traps. I'm, I think it's just perception. It's no difference. I will scurry <laughs> forward as a spider and do it. Okay. Um, what is well? Hmm. Because I, I figure yeah. I can't set off you pressure plates. You wouldn't be able to trigger the pressure plate. That is true. So, 
Now let's just see if you can identify the traps, even okay. if you don't trigger them. All right. Well, going forward, my investigation is 19. Okay. Um, you investigate the area immediately surrounding you and a larger room. You're in sort of this bubble of a room. And before it narrows a bit to a hallway, that space doesn't seem to have any traps associated with it. Um, you haven't investigated beyond the narrowing area, but this area. So that's how I'm going to kind of break it up. Is just okay. Uh, when you make an investigation check in this area, what do you find? Mm-hmm. Just so you know how this is going to work here. All right. So you don't see anything in in this room, um, but that goes up to the next connector kind of pathway, and that's where you have not investigated. I will keep going. Okay. Um, well, you go into the next area, which basically passes through a narrowing channel and then goes back out again um, into a large, an even larger room. It has very ripply walls and some running water down one of the far sides. It's made kind of a pool. And you don't see any traps here either. There is a larger hallway, probably about 15 feet across, on the far side of this room. Um, and that part you have not investigated. I'm going to check it. Are we following? That's up to you. I'm, I'm following along at a respectful distance behind the spider. Okay. Uh, what's the traveling order that you would like? Um, I'm scaring around ahead. Mm-hmm. Spider. Then Bob. So Bob is going first. Yeah. And then me. And then mine. Okay. Um. Then I need Ulseth to make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> I missed something. <laughs> uh, fourteen. Okay. You take five uh, poison damage Oof. as you're breathing in this toxin and it it's burning your lungs. It's painful and you're coughing and wheezing. And the captain is doing the same, although it seems like he was able to get just a little bit less of this blast. <coughs> um, that was not pleasant. <coughs> Nines, wait for the air to clear. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'll be it it takes a minute or two, but you managed to clear that out. Um, go ahead and make an investigation check. Oh, yeah. Uh, 20. And the space that we'll be investigating is kind of this hallway. It travels down for a while and then makes a sharp right turn. 22. Okay. Being um, 
a bit more attentive this time after seeing that your efforts weren't quite good enough in your previous endeavor. You notice now three separate trap triggers. The first one, which is just at the threshold of this larger hallway and the room with the pool. Uh, you can't quite identify what all of these are, but you see this one is not, it doesn't have a pressure plate to it, but there's this gently sinking hole in the center that's uh, all, barely visible, but you do see it sort of slowly moving down. The next one, further down this hall, as it begins to narrow a bit, now down to about 10 feet across, you see a rune on the floor and the walls and the ceiling. And you can scurry around them easily enough, but you're not sure quite how to avoid it. And the final one comes just as the uh, passageway comes, there's no narrowed down to now just a few feet across and is about to turn rightward. And there um, you see a pressure plate. But you can tell that it's broken and that nothing could trigger it. You see all the mechanisms have corroded and the plate is askew and off to the side and it's all falling apart. You do see this. So those are the three traps that you identify in this area. Okay, come back. <laughs> Did we ever describe it on a language? The sign language? Like one we all understand? I'll turn it back in as well. <laughs> you were trying so hard to milk that wild shape for all it was worth. I, I that was my last one until I get a short rest. So, where are we gonna possibly find time to do a short rest? There's a sinkhole trap. You get two per day. There's a sinkhole trap over there. There's a bunch of magic runes over there, and there's a broken pressure plate mm -hmm. down that way. Don't you want to walk in pressure place, too? <laughs> yeah, but I used one to turn into a badger. That's right, you did turn into a badger. I forgot about the badger. Yeah. You always forget about the badger. I always forget about the badger. You should probably write that stuff down. So. Okay, and we cannot avoid any of these. Why not? I am asking. Oh, we can avoid them, probably. <laughs> somehow. I mean, you can certainly try to. So what does I will this, try to avoid them. What is the sinkhole thing like? Throw a rock in it. I throw a rock in the sinkhole. <laughs> it kind of slowly swallowed up as it disappears into this sinkhole. How, like how a, big in diameter is the sinkhole? It doesn't give you a clear idea. Could we skirt around that? As it, this, this sort of sinkhole, it's like garbling the sand down. It's like all flowing in there and it just is going 
-hmm. and sinking downward. Maybe we can just skirt along the wall. Mm. With some safety ropes. Okay. Um, who would like to attempt to do the first scurrying? No. I'll take the case. <laughs> I, we I tie the rope around nines again. And uh, I, I will pull you back to safety should you begin to sink. <clears throat> what am I rolling here? Uh... Just a shuffle along the side. <laughs> Why don't... Since you would do it with a dexterous focus, we'll call it an acrobatics here. I, I find that the almost de facto rule in a lot of cases with athletics and acrobatics is that you tend towards the character's strength. Not the literal score, but like Unless their strongest attribute. Unless it's something like lift a heavy rock. Yeah. Unless there's a way did that you, you can't do it otherwise. Did you cast guy inside me, by the way? Sure. Or are you not near me. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's going to be a total of 18. You make it a crawl around the sinkhole fairly confidently. Um, you didn't feel like you were slipping in at all. So well done. Well, it's easy, Olsoff. You can do it. Guidance. I think you should go next. Oh, I guidance. Will, I will tie a rope around you and hold hold you as you go. I'll go next. Okay. I will choose acrobatics because better a plus one is better than a minus one. That it is. Uh, 16. You too. We'll skirt around the edges without too much difficulty. I can't give you guidance, Elsus, because you're over there. Yeah, you got some what sort is... of thing longer. Okay, is Bob gonna go? I tie a rope around Bob. Okay, Bob goes. Following the cues from the other two, he maneuvers around the edges and makes it across safely. That's how you spot a trap, Bob. No, now I tie the rope around myself and to say, at least two of the three, if not all three of you, please hold while I make this effort. I'll hold on to the rope, but I get easily distracted. <laughs> I'll hold I as do, well, but so I have no strength. Make an athletics here. Um, in, so are you trying to like wade through the center or no, skirt no, around I'm the edge? Around the Going edge. along the edge, just gripping onto the nodules <laughs> of the wall like you're rock climbing sideways. Yeah, you know that that's a decent argument to allow for athletics here. Okay. Well, sure. then I got a 22. So there. You make it across all right. All right. I retrieve all my ropes. <laughs> my bells. <laughs> well, um, now trap, for the next one. That trap was not as effective as we feared. Well, whenever we see magic runes, we throw a rock <laughs> in it. <laughs> And then kobolds, <laughs> not kobolds, hobgoblins come running. That does seem to be a pattern. Uh, well, if you so, roll a 68, though. So, but we already got the free spear for the day. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, shall we, shall we oh. do the rock and the... Let's try the rock option. Unless, can I inspect them with my trained arcana skill? Sure. Guidance. Mm 
Not one, but I got a one on my guidance for a total of seven. <laughs> you can tell that this is some sort of evocation magic. Well, that's more than I was expecting. Hmm. It seems very, it seems like a rock would probably not kill us. But I, I'm going to stand over here. I, I try to find a fairly large uh, round rock, like a ball. Can I find one like that? Um, you're... I'm going to roll a d100 and see, because you're in a pretty tight area right now. Mm -hmm. You should always carry a whole bunch of rocks along. There, there's not a very large rock. There's some smaller rocks, but not a very large one. I, I bundle up as many of these small rocks as I can carry. Okay. And throw them all through the rooms. Like through them rather than on them? Yeah, well, through. I mean, some are going to fall short and some go will go through, depending on... It's going it, to be like uh, a big handful of big gravel. It doesn't seem to trigger anything. Hmm. I take out my crowbar... Just wave it around in the rooms. <laughs> Just wave it around inside the rooms. And I and I poke them with it. With it. Don't don't poke them. Well, he did it. When you poke them, <laughs> <laughs> um, I need you to uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Gonna give me guidance. <laughs> not on a, a saving throw. You can't on a saving throw. Oh, no, that's right. I have to save myself. Um, 16. Okay. You take... Uh, four damage reduced to two. Uh, lightning damage. As the four runes discharge and send out electric bolts, which you drop your crowbar quickly fall back and are slightly singed from the experience, but you have set off the runes, and when you do so, they... Hobgoblins. <laughs> yes, I search for the hobgoblins. <laughs> they they, they, they the fade. They don't disappear, but they fade. It seems like maybe they're recharging. Everyone across. Jump over. Yes, I run across. Okay. You come to the last trap that you spotted. I pick up the crowbar in the way. Okay. I will. I want to look at this trap and see if there's like, if it's like an alchemical trap or something, and there might be some part I can salvage. Doesn't seem to be an alchemical trap. Seems to trigger some sort of mechanism. Um, make an investigation check on this trap in particular. Guidance. 19. You can't see a lot of the working mechanisms here. They're hidden behind stone, and it seems like they're set right into the cave floor itself. I don't know how that would have happened, but your best guess is some sort of transmutation magic to sink it a little bit in. You follow some of the lines that you can see, just tracing their directions through the walls, and it leads you to um, some sort of odd tube. 
It's pointing out of the wall. You can see the end of it. Stick your eye in it. See if you can find something. <laughs> I like in the tube. The, the tube, it, it's fairly narrow. It's like uh, maybe five, five millimeters uh, in the center. The whole the tube is about two centimeters, maybe three centimeters across. But then there's a central hole in the tube, and it's only about yay big, only about five millimeters or so across. So you can't really see anything. It's pitch black in there, and it's hard to get any focus. Mm. Maybe it shoots poison gas or something. You should put a cork in it. I don't have a tiny cork. But I do, wait, I have some bottles. I'll shave a tiny piece of cork off the top of one of my bottles and stick that piece in. Okay. I did it nines. Yes, it's great teamwork. (laughs) I claim all credit. (laughs) Unless it explodes. Unless something bad happens, then it's Bob's fault. All right, I will check ahead because apparently I'm the rogue of the party. All right, you go into the last room, which is almost a teardrop-shaped room uh, with the stairway you can see going down at the end. Go ahead and make an investigation check. Guidance, because I'm not a spider. Uh, eight. Wow, we are not rolling. You don't see any traps. Seems clear. Okay, sorry, I trust you. And I walk forward. Nothing happens. I mean, other than walking forward. Oh, good, you're like story. <laughs> Is there another path? Yeah, there, there's another stairway down. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll head down then and hopefully not die to more traps. What's everyone's... How is everyone feeling before we go down? Like, what's our health situation? Well, other than burning skin. Mm-hmm. Poison. Um, yes. And acid. Ravaged, ravaged lungs and electrical uh, tremors. I am feeling fine. <laughs> so, like, a typical... Ulset's doing great, in other words. I, I'm just... I'm going to use my second wind. Just, uh... Okay. How about you, Bob? How are you doing? Typical day at the McAllister's, I guess. Um... Uh, well, a little roughed up. My, uh... Well, the clothes that cover me are... In tatters. A little torn up, but... Yeah, you should just take your shirt off. Th- they're not really mine. Yeah, you should probably just take your shirt off. Only when the time calls for it, dear. Perhaps when you are back with Captain Harriet. Well, why would she see me with my shirt off? <laughs> I get uh, nine health. Uh, which restores me to full health from my second wind. Excellent. I do feel much better now. Yeah, you just like sort of sat there and went. <laughs> that is how it works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is like an in, it, is, it is like an internal balloon. <laughs> yeah, with your lungs, your air bladder. <laughs> I, I like the idea of just <laughs> second wind <laughs> and. You're just better now. Mm-hmm. Your arm just unbreaks and just. <laughs> That's right, yeah. 
Ah! Oh, I'm fine now. It is uh, a, a somewhat thing, a magical thing that I have learned <clears throat> from from my elders when I was a child. Class abilities are hilarious that way. But does that mean the guy in Call of Duty has that ability? Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you can read HP as like, oh, I took five damage my like I have this big gash or something but it can also just be like a wearing down of your endurance and then when you hit zero you go unconscious well this particular thing was that? burning skin ravaged lungs and electric that's, electric shock and that's why you did the breathing that's why I had to do it three times one for each of the yeah. types of damage yes all right uh let's head down all right I will carefully check the stairs as we go down. Okay, go ahead. Make Gui an investigation. Guidance. Since I should have rolled a rogue, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, 19. <coughs> Some of that poison. <laughs> <coughs> We're committed to was the effects here on Dyson bomb? Dungeons. Did she get a little bit of Olsaf's second wind there? <laughs> 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 yep. Went down the wrong tube. 19. That second wind. Mm -hmm. You don't see any traps. We go down the stairs. Okay. Uh, when you get to the bottom, you find yourself in a circular room with a nearby exit to your left that takes you down a winding corridor. Should I keep checking? It's or does you. someone else want to take a turn? Sure, I'll do it. Guidance. Eight. Oh. <laughs> okay. Nine. <laughs> the the area that you're investigating is the winding uh, sort of snaky tunnel that you're in. You go down a ways, and you see um, closed doors. They don't appear to have any locks on them. Um, they just appear to be closed. Wood, metal. Made of wood. They look almost like, you know, like any tavern sort of door. Just standard wood doors that would open into um, any building. I'm and these have been rotted. And they're set into, um, like, again, the red brick that you'd seen at the top. And you've seen these stairways. So this is entering some sort of constructed area. And just before that, you see, um, you see a trap. And the trap is very, very easy to spot. There's a lot of loose stones and little pieces that are crumbling away. Look to be as though they may have previously concealed many of these mechanisms, but they have since eroded revealing the pieces of this trap and it, it seems to be a combination of pressure plate and um, tension twine and even light traps you notice there's a couple of beams of light that must be coming down from all the way at the surface and all of them seem to be able to trigger anything here so this is a very elaborate but easy to spot trap so when you say doors, do you mean like there's multiple? There are two doors. Like a set of doors like there's that? There's a set of doors. Or right next uh, to two doors. There's a set of doors right next to each other. Like that. To make a double wide doorway. Uh-huh. Mm. 
Like they're fr like French style doors. All right. The French. So does this trap look broken? Or it doesn't look broken. It just looks as though the pieces around it have corroded away. It's very easy to spot, but it still looks quite functional. Do we want to use our tried and true rock technique? <clears throat> Are there uh, rocks around here? There's small pebbles, and you know you have quite a bit of this area that you can search for larger rocks, so you could find a few. Why don't you just collect a number of them so you don't have to keep looking? <laughs> I'll make a pile of assorted rocks. <laughs> I, I will have all the way from gnome-sized rocks down to little pebble. A gnome-sized rock is like... I know, I've used that once before. Yes, it's the size of a gnome. <laughs> It's like a large boulder the size of a small boulder. <laughs> <laughs> and I take. I heard he made that boulder. I out take the second, boulder. the second largest mm -hmm. boulder, and toss, roll it, like bowl it into. Boulder the, it. I'm gonna boulder it into the trap. From a distance. From a yeah. Guidance. I'm like twenty feet away. Okay. Um, when you do so, it passes through several triggering mechanisms, and this bright light fills the area, and there's a little bit of a humming noise, like a and nothing seems to happen and after a moment the light turns off the kind of humming slash buzzing stops and that's it i take another one and do the same thing you achieve the same result so it resets so let's just go around all the super obvious stuff well can we get to the door without going over the trap is there a path that looks like it's able to be made? Um, not really. There's not a clear path. There's so many lines to trigger this. What? When I was watching this bright light, was it like a magical thing to seem like or mechanical? It seemed magical. Did anything happen to the rock when the light hit it? No. I'll walk onto the plate. Okay. When you do so, you hear the buzzing, humming noise, and the world becomes hazy for you for a moment. And almost like it's smoke-filled. Then it goes back to normal. The uh, three of your companions, however, see a very different sight. You now appear as a skeleton. But I don't look like that to myself. No, you look like that to yourself as well. Huh. Huh. What happened to your skin? Ah. Uh, and internal organs. Lost them. <laughs> Are, is all my stuff and equipment still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll step on it again. Mm -hmm. But nothing more happens. 
I don't know about you, old self, but I don't want to be a skeleton. I do not prefer to do that as well. Um, do you stay that way when, even when the light stops? Mm-hmm. I'll open the door. Inside, um, you see a room filled with skeletons. Some are sitting in chairs. Others are leaned up against some pillars. None of them are moving. There's quite a number of skeletons. Several dozen, it seems. There's a lot of skeletons in here. Wait, Which can free I skeletons? Talk? Yeah, you can talk. Oh. Free skeletons in here. All you have to do is join them. Do you see any chests or barrels? I'm not moving into the room. I just want to look around and get a gauge on what's it like. Is it? There's a for there's a variety of furniture. So some of these skeletons are like sitting in chairs around tables. Others are sitting in chairs by themselves, leaning up against the wall. Yet you, you see some well, long since desiccated foodstuffs. <coughs> hey, Soria. Yeah. Can you ask Dole what turns people into skeletons? Uh, oh, good idea. I'll pull out my desk. Ring, ring. Hello. Hi, Dole. Hello, Zoria. <laughs> hey, so weird question. Yes. If you were on an enchanted pirate island going through like a bunch of traps and stuff, and there was something that caused a big glowing beam of white light and you sort of went into a hazy space. And when you came out of it, you were turned into a walking, talking skeleton. What would you say that's all about? Do you appear as a skeleton right now? Yes. <laughs> and you're able to talk. Yeah, despite not having a trachea. I would believe that this is illusion magic. Oh, I'm going to try and poke near one of my bones and see if I like run into my flesh before I get to it. Mm hmm. Oh. Dole says that it kills you. So. <laughs> Did he really say that? <laughs> Let me talk to Dole. <laughs> Come over here on the other side of the plate. <laughs> Olsef, go to the other side of the plane and bring me the phone. <laughs> I just go to the other side of the plate. When you do so, the bright light and the hum come to life, and now there is an Olsef-sized skeleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Olsef's a skeleton too now, though. And is he also able to communicate? As much as ever, yes. Poorly, but yes. Fantastic. <laughs> then I believe that this is illusion magic. Does it wear off or? Presumably after a period of time. Yes. So if there's a room full of actual skeletons on the other side of this trap, do you think they're all going to like spring to life and we'll have like a skeleton dance party? 
That is possible, yes. All right. A good thing we have a bard if we are going to uh, have a party. As so, you are talking to him, you hear a... And the campan is over there looking, uh, striking a very handsome skeleton figure. You have really good cheekbones, Captain. <laughs> well, that was obvious, yes. <laughs> they, uh, Nine still says that it doesn't happen to cats. We're gonna do a little insight check. Make make a deception check. Uh, thirteen. And you would use sense motive here. Well, insight. Sense motive is older. Yeah, insight. Excuse me. Well, then I got a twenty-two. Um, <laughs> you're pretty sure she's lying to you. I think you're, I'm pretty sure you're lying to me. Uh, yeah, probably. Come on, just roll the bones. What's the worst that can happen? Well, I got another 18 when I roll the bones. Fine, I step onto the plate. Because I succumb to peer pressure. <laughs> and you now are striking a figures of feline skeleton. Tail and all. Poke yourself, so, it's yeah. just an illusion. No one told me I had so many bones in my tail. <laughs> All right, well, if we die to skeletons, Dole, it was nice knowing you. Thank you for answering my calls. I hope you don't die to skeletons. I, I would feel that that would be sad. I hope you don't die to skeletons, too, Dole. That is an unfortunate risk in my line of work. I know. <sighs> All right. But we are in disguise. We will look just like them. Or they'll be like, hey... Are you really skeletons? Because there's that illusionary skeleton trap right outside. <laughs> yeah, but why did they set that up? I don't know. Maybe to join this sort of skeleton party. Mm -hmm. uh, can I look at the skeletons to see if it looks like some are not lying on the ground or against the wall the way they should if they're just normal skeletons? I mean, the very fact that a skeleton is sitting or leaning would point to the fact that they're like more than normal skeletons since a skeleton on its own couldn't do any of do that. You want to have a dance? Do, you, do you want to have a dance macabre? What's that? It's an old, uh, it's, it's an old, uh, medieval allegory about dancing skeletons. Oh, no, I don't want that then. Oh, okay. Uh, Captain? Yes. What do we do? What do you do? I think we venture further. Oh, okay. Um. Damn the consequences and hope nothing bad happens. All right. Let's walk in. Okay. You who are a Bob? Yes. Do you think that this is where the treasure may be? In this room? Possibly. But unlikely. Oh. Well. well is, there, is there an exit to this room? Now that you have entered the room, you can see that on the far side of it, there is indeed another door. Hey, Nines. I, yes. You look like a bonehead. You look like bonehead. And you suck. 
I'm going to walk. say that. <laughs> I'm I'm going to begin to walk in a you know, in a in a uh, bony bone rattling kind of a way. jaunty bone rattling walk. Kind of you know. I'm gonna keep an eye on the skeletons, make sure there's nothing creepy happening, like all the skulls are following us as we go along, or anything like that. Toward the other door. Okay. As you enter the room, the skeletons slowly start to move. I knew it. Of course. They are all looking at you. Heads turning as you walk by. Just like this. They continue to turn past the point they should be able to. Because, of course, they are skeletons. And they can follow you without uh, straining their neck. Can I can I flash the secret uh, skeleton? I'm I'm your pal. Signal to them. Um, sure. Go ahead and make a Persuasion. dumb luck check. And roll a D one hundred. Roll a D one hundred. That would be uh, 65. Okay. One waves back at you with the... Just the single hanger. What he's doing. Is that one nearby? That's kind of off in the corner. They're all looking at you as you walk. Slowly through the room. Can I approach one? Sure. Can I take its head? <laughs> sure. Roll for initiative. It looks at you. Can. Do you feel. I it? just. What? Do, do you feel it moving in your hands or anything? <laughs> I mean, it can't really move too much. Uh, its jaw can move up and down, you know. <laughs> no, it's not very interesting. I just toss it behind me. Okay. And then I resume walking through the room. Okay. When you get to the center of the room, um, since not a one of you remember to do an investigation check here, <laughs> you... All of most simultaneously. The captain wasn't? You told him to stop. You told him that you all would be doing it now. Because he was doing such a poor job. <laughs> you all feel this odd sort of gentle draining. Almost like um, when you're like in, an, in a tub and you, the water's running down. You can feel the pull. You feel that sort of energy pulling at you as the skeletal enchantment that had been placed on you is lifted. And you now appear as yourselves when you cross the threshold of the center of the room. I make all my skin and flesh transparent. And the skeletons <laughs> I assume I can do that. all look at you and go... <sighs> How do they do that without lungs? They're magic. Oh. <laughs> and roll for initiative. 
Can I can I turn my skin and flesh transparent as a changeling? And I'm gonna go set up this battle real quick as we end tonight's episode. <laughs> so keep those die, write the numbers down. We're gonna hold them uh, to the next session. That's the battle we're gonna set up in there. And uh, we will return next week with a skeletal combat and see what happens. Nines, you have a week to look up skeleton puns. <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, okay. I hope you enjoyed this session. I I would love to see this combat, but this should be fairly complex, and it will take us way over time. I think, uh, depending on how things roll. We've seen some combats that I expect to take like a f like forty minutes, and then they're done in like three because they fall over a barrel and can't get up. <laughs> the next episode should be a real bone rattling uh, experience. Ooh, yeah. And it seems a bit or of a shame your ribs. because mm, when 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 we walk, get to that battle, it's the week before first of October. It's just uh, one. It's almost. one week. It's one week before but October. It's right? already to the day. spooky season. It is already spooky season, but it would be so appropriate to start the first week of October with. Um, the battle. Oh uh, well. Maybe next time. Maybe maybe next maybe year. Skeletons. Yeah. So everyone, um, I hope you enjoyed this session. We will see you next week for the exciting battle. And we love you. Bye. 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 Bye.